0: Wrestling is trash. Wrestling is trash. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another beautiful episode of Wrestling is Trash. The nonsensical wrestling podcast where we talk about past, present, and future wrestling-related shenanigans. We are your Trash Boys, and this unfortunately is not Trash Tuesday. We are one day late and a dollar short, but we're always on time. So we're here on Trash Wednesday for you guys because we had a little bit of a snafu yesterday. We always like to keep it a book with you guys. Who were actually expecting the podcast yesterday and did not get it. So, we're going to take extra special care of you today with today's show. We're going to dive into the things and the wrestling and the love and the care and the attention that you deserve. I, of course, am your co host of the show, Lou from The BX. With me, as always.
1: What up, everyone? Nick and like Lou said, we apologize for yesterday, but life happens, things happen, but we good, right? We, we, we it's only a day; it's only. Yeah. It's not like you went all week, and it's funny you say that because, yeah, it's funny because I know there are probably people who are like, "Hey, it's Tuesday, it's coming out," and uh, there are podcasts that I listen to that when they don't drop that day, I'm like, "You motherfucker!" Yeah, <laughs> so I know how y'all feel. We, we, I apologize for that. But that shit does happen.
0: I have a a podcast that I used to, like when I worked overnight, when I worked overnight, I I had a lot more time to listen to podcasts, especially because I was in charge. So I didn't have to like look out for my boss while I had my speaker on. Like I drove my forklift, I had my Bluetooth speaker and I'd play podcasts all night, switch to music, go back to podcasts. Then like at 6 a.m. I do sports talk radio. So I used to fly through podcasts and I had one podcast that I used to constantly listen to, which was called sacred symbols, a PlayStation podcast. And okay. if you like PlayStation, that's an excellent podcast that you could listen to. Um, and I just recently got back into them because I'm wearing my little Bluetooth headphone while I'm at work because it's small and I can hide it and I only wear one. Um, and when I go and I look and I don't see that fucking episode there, I'm like, fuck, come on, man. I like it because it's usually like four hours. And I can, you know, there's a time killer. You could just sit there and listen to that shit and you pass the time. So, um, yeah, anyway, uh, <laughs> sorry for any of you who missed us yesterday, but we're here for you today. And we're here today to talk about the wrestles. I, unfortunately, am super unprepared. But I don't even have my note open. So I'm going to open that for you guys right now. And uh, I guess what we'll, 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 the first thing we can do here is uh, since we touched on it last week, since you decided to. Turn this into a, a sports podcast. Um, <laughs> I have something to say here. And I have, I, I had to take a drink. I'm almost, the Crown Royal is almost done. Oh, okay. Crown Apple. This is not an ad, but this is my shit. Um, the bottle's almost done. I'm having a little bit right now with some Canada Dry. I have to say a few things because I have not done my own podcast and I can't say it there. I say this from the bottom of my heart as a Knicks fan. Um, Fuck Julius Randle. Okay. I'm sick of the Julius fucking Randle. I don't give a fuck if the Knicks win this series and go to the finals and win the goddamn NBA fucking championship. I want that guy off my team. I want him gone. I don't want to see him wearing a Nick uniform anymore. I'm done. I'm done with that guy. I'm fucking completely over this dude. I can't do it anymore. And what, you know, earlier in the season, I had problems with this guy. He complains to the refs a lot. He's He lollygags when shots don't start falling. He starts complaining and flopping and having temper tantrums and shit. And I was shitting on this guy earlier in the season. And then I said to myself, you know what? Let me take a cue from my boy, Positive Nick. Let me <laughs> relax. It's just a game. This guy's working on his thing. You know, he's got he's got a, sometime during the season, he got, I don't know, if, you might not know this because, you know, you're not entrenched in Nick's basketball. This guy had to go get a fucking, like, Zen master who works with him on his temper. No so sure. he, he meditates with this guy to try to control his fucking anger and whatever. And it seemed like he was okay. You know, he started balling. We were getting the Julius MVP chance. And he became an all-star. And he was dropping 30 a game. And everything was lovely. But now, when the pressure's on, and when it really counts, old Julius is back, whining and crying, and throwing his arms up in the air, and yelling at the referees while people are literally running past him with the ball and scoring, and he's back there in the half-court setting with no one around, and he's just complaining. Listen, I'm done, okay? I'm fucking done.
1: Yeah, he's got to go. He's he's becoming a shell of his old age. I'm not
0: time. done. <laughs> I'm not done, Nick. At the post-game press conference, this motherfucker had the temerity to say, During a playoffs press conference, he said the words, I don't know. Maybe they wanted it more than we did. Who says that as the leader of a team? Who says that? Why would you want someone like that on your team? I'm done. I'm fucking done with it. I can't do it anymore. I can't do it. Tonight, they're playing. Tonight is Wednesday. You know what that means. Okay. Okay. My show's on tonight. I get very excited when my show's on. Tonight, Tony Khan, our great fearless leader, who does not sponsor this podcast in any way, shape, or form, at least not yet, um, he's putting out a pay-per-view quality dynamite tonight. Tonight, we're getting Moxley and Kenny Omega for free. So if you think that I am going to sit here and watch those bitch-ass Knicks and not watch Dynamite, you're out of your fucking mind. So, I'm done. I don't give a fuck if they win tonight. I don't even care. They're going to be on the tiny tablet in the corner. It'll be playing on Stream East. I'm going to illegally stream it on purpose because I don't even want to give the show ratings. (laughs) And I'm going to watch Dynamite and enjoy it. Now, I'm done.
1: Yeah, I feel you, man. Celtics are down 3-2. They were last year to this time to the Bucks. 76ers are a good team, but dude, yesterday, those motherfuckers couldn't buy a shot. Like, Jason Tatum could have handed the ref a $100 bill, and the shot still would not have gone in. And I think that's like, I think I kind of said it last week, one thing where our fan bases are the same. Both very passionate, um, and it's just like, I'm a believer I'm a true believer in once the playoffs start, it's a whole new season, a.k.a. why, like, the Heat are doing what they're doing and the Lakers are doing what they're doing. But it's like, the end of the day, the Celtics, out of 82 games, you are the second-best team in the East. Play like it, you know? But I guess that's what the Bucks should have done, too.
0: You know, at least with the Celtics, you know, you're playing Philadelphia. is probably the best team in the league. You got – you know mvp on the other side of the the fucking team there going against you and i watched the you said the Celtics played last night yeah okay cuz i watched the game this weekend where they were down by like 15 oh, exactly. and then i yeah, blinked and all of a sudden the game was tied and they went to overtime and I, I was cheering for boston cuz i like i like that kind of shit you know when teams come back like that yeah um so you know, for me, they look like it's just a tough, hard-fought series. Mm-hmm. Now, when you have your team who's out there, nobody can hit a shot. People are flopping. Motherfuckers are whining. You got your one star in Jalen Bronson who's out there killing himself on one leg, trying to get out there. He's dropping 30. He's trying to make yep. it happen. He's you a have this other You have this other jackass fucking flopping and demoralizing your own team. Like, it's just, I can't, bro. <laughs> I'm done, bro. I'm done with the Knicks, yo. So, but,
1: yeah, i say that's enough basketball talk for today.
0: Yeah, for real. I, that, that My rant's over. I'm done. I'm, I'm done talking about basketball.
1: <laughs> but, so, so, I guess I'll dive into our first thing. Absolutely. So, as we we alluded to it last week, we've been alluding to it for the past couple weeks because it was speculated it was going to happen. Now it is happening. Then everyone's speculating ticket sales, good or bad, they're good. So as of right now, and I'm going off the official Tony Khan tweet. So when I made it, made this note a couple days ago, AEW has sold a whopping over 60,000 tickets for Wembley Stadium for All-In at the end of August. As we said on this show, we're supporters of it. Because at the end of the day, well, we like AEW. That's It's just simple there. But... It's good for the, the wrestling business. It's good for, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's good for that. Um, and not a single match is announced. And we alluded to it last week that wrestling, I think, it's weird because hear me out on this, Lou. And I want your thought on, then express your opinion on the ticket sales, which we both think is great. But So I'm one of them who believes wrestling will never be as popular, maybe TV wise. As it was in like the Attitude Era when WCW and WWE were doing like four million views, but granted, five,
0: six million viewers, yeah. And now
1: cable's obviously just not as popular anymore. But I really feel right now where we're at in wrestling might be the most popular worldwide it's been in a very, very long time. Right, and I think this is a prime example of it. Like, granted, it's the UK; they don't get shows as often, but it's still. Like, that's still fucking impressive. So, I still I still think you got this brand new company, you can still say three years doing this. And I think, I just came to my mind, I think we said like six months ago, I was like, yo, I, I think we were talking about, like, do you think they could sell out the Jacksonville Jaguar Stadium? And we were both were like, eh, like maybe in the future. And then TK must have listened to the show and said, hold my beer. And now he proves right. it's wrong. Which we're happy, but anyway, I guess back to what I'm saying. I guess your thoughts on the ticket sale, and then your thoughts. I guess where I'm saying, I think it's at a very popular level right now. Wrestling as a whole,
0: yeah, it's crazy because you know, obviously, back in the day, there weren't a lot of options as far as TV goes. You know, it's not like it is now that you got streaming apps up the ass, and you could you could be watching. You know, streaming apps are not just like old shows. Like you know, they're making high quality, extremely popular shows are coming out for streaming services like it's so the choices are uh, like incredible Is and, and, and you can watch them whenever you like so right now you know the ratings it's okay so you know WWE is continuing to hit their Raw usually hits like less 1.8 to 2 million I think and then Smackdown I think last week did like 2.8 million which is like you hear that and you're like, fuck, that's high, you know? But compared to like what it used to be back in the day, it's, it's super low. Like, if they would have got those numbers back in the day, that would man, like bad heads would have rolled. Like, they would have been fucking people been getting fired, all type of shit. But it's just the way it is now. Like, that's, there's way too many options for people to be watching things. And, you know, cable television, not everyone has that shit. I don't have cable TV. I, I got mm-hmm. apps and the internet, and I access, you know, through a third party. So, um, but my thing is with the with the um, packing of the stadium. I was trying to find. Um, give me one second, because I was trying to find something. Because there's a, AEW is having issues selling out Vegas. I think they're in Vegas for the the. They all go to double out, or right? nothing,
1: Yeah, double it, or nothing. They okay, go
0: so they're still not sold out there, and they only have like I think like ten thousand seats there and I was seeing something earlier and I'm hoping to run into it. I think it is right here. Okay. So they they've booked T D Garden for July nineteenth. Oh Boston. Yeah. Yeah. They've they booked T D garden and they're making a big deal out of that because that's <laughs> that's one of those buildings that WWE's had like a monopoly over for a long they time. Just, they just yeah. did
1: war well they just did John Cena's return there on Raw right. and they did war games there.
0: Right. So, you know, it's no secret that WWE has had a stranglehold over a lot of these places because they bring in they bring in the sellouts, they bring in the money, they bring in the people. So, you know, you can't be mad at these people for sticking with what's been working for them. Mm -hmm. So now it kind of seems like WWE with the backing of WB is starting to branch out into these bigger places. They're doing Vegas um, and now they're doing TD Garden um and i'm very i'm going to be very curious to see the numbers for td garden like again i don't give a shit i'm more concerned about the product that's being given yeah. out but i'm just i want to see how they do with these bigger venues cuz you say um you i think you think you said you think they'd be able to sell out like jacksonville jaguars arena i don't know bro i really don't know because And this is something I want to get into later when we talk about backlash. It seems to me like these American audiences, man, they're super fickle. And I don't know if it has to do with fanism or tribalism. And I don't mean it in a bad way. I just mean, like, I don't know if it's because I don't want to go see that. I'm going to go see WWE. And maybe because of, I don't know, finances shit's expensive now, you know, it's it's sometimes it's a lot easier to just sit at home and watch these events on your television in the comfort of your home. I don't know what it is, but there's something, there's a big fucking difference, and we saw it this weekend with these. And again, I know Puerto Rico is a, it's part of the United States, but you, you know. It's not on the home side. It's like, you consider it like, you know, out of the country, but it's not really, it's a territory, It's it's all complicated, but when you see, like, these – these, do I even say foreign? I don't even know how to – I think you try to – the gist of what I'm saying. When you look at how we sold out – I say we. You see how they sold out, almost sold out, um, Wembley. It's like yeah. those overseas, those 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 crowds that are not focused in the United States are, like, hungry for this shit. And there's, those are the ones who will sell out your arenas and all that and go crazy. So I'm a little – if you um, on, I mean, I would love to see them sell out TD Garden. That'd be fantastic.
1: Yeah, but I so don't that,
0: know if they're gonna do it.
1: I'm so I'm curious there because I've had friends because obviously that's like in my neck of the woods. So they usually go to if I remember, I think it's like the Boston University Arena. So it's smaller than the Garden, and they have a little trouble selling that out. And the Garden's obviously a lot bigger. I think they they can. But it is going to be interesting because I agree with you with the American fan side. And this week was a perfect example, right? Sold out Puerto Rico two nights in a row. I'm pretty sure it's the same arena. Yeah, I think it was San same arena. Um, but, and then Monday, they were in Jacksonville, kind of conveniently, for Raw. And it was
0: quite Yeah, we're going
1: we're gonna, we're gonna to talk
0: about that. Because I don't know if yeah. it was sold out or not, but that crowd was no. fucking so, doodoo sticks.
1: It was, and there were some, because I I kind of went in and watched certain parts of it, and some of it was like, it wasn't a bad raw. And that's
0: the thing. It was actually a decent raw, like a good raw. Like, I was surprised. I was like, fuck, I actually want to go back and rewatch it, because I didn't, I was busy Monday, so I didn't get a chance to watch the whole show like I I wanted to, but it was actually a good show. And this fucking crowd was doo-doo.
1: Yeah, and I knew it was going to be in the beginning because not trying to be that guy, but they did the Seth Rollins thing with the spotlight on him and, like, no one said anything. Yeah. And, like, not to be that guy, but that's, like, one of the most over things right now in the wrestling right. world. And then that triple threat match was great with him, uh, Priest The 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 way that they
0: pumped in that fucking crowd noise for... Um fucking what segment was that shit?
1: Was it the Broadway? It one? was
0: so fucking obvious that it was like it was pumped in crowd noise, but it was so obvious. Because yeah. you're literally a- like you're hearing the crowd doing a chant and you're looking at the, the, the fucking hard camera site like right there in front and and people are like this. And like me, they're just sitting there in silence,
1: and you're hearing it, all this crowd noise. And to me it was nuts because like one. Brock generates a pop everywhere he goes, like he does, right? He's fucking Brock yeah. Lesnar, but like, yo, we, we saw how he looked. I don't, I've really never seen Brock look like that. So you would have yeah. thought on the hard can that would have got a pop, like on the big screen that would have gotten a pop. And I was just like, because I thought that was a pretty good segment, like even Brock, right. like on the yeah. on the mic and everything. But whatever, we'll we'll dive into that when we get into the the card. But um, so we have a rumor, Lou. And it could be a very good rumor that AEW and Warner Brothers Discovery uh, have come on to a new five-year-long $1 billion agreement. $1 billion. (laughs) The entire AEW package, to include pay-per-views, which I know we're going to dive into this part, and weekly TV, would be exclusive to Warner Brothers and subject to streaming on Warner Brothers Discovery platforms. Once again, massive deal because everyone talks ratings. All W's ratings are down, blah, blah, blah. Which we see they are, but they're obviously doing enough to get a one fucking billion dollar deal. Right. (laughs) And you know,
0: obviously, this is a rumor. Nothing has been officially announced in any way, but here's the thing about that. When you're a Twitter veteran the way we are, and you see this same report bouncing around the way it's bouncing around, that screams to me like it's a leak. Like, that's yeah. a leak, and it's out there because someone wants to generate some type of interest and buzz around this thing. Bro, this morning at 6.30 in the morning, Tony Khan was trending number one. And my I opened up Twitter, and when I looked at trending, it said Tony Khan. And I was like, oh, my God, what happened to Tony Khan? Like, I went to look. I was like, what happened? Did he die? What the fuck is going on? Because, like, that shit was weird. He was, like, trending did number you, one with, like, 6,000 tweets.
1: Did you see his twin at NXT?
0: Yeah, he was trending because of that and because of the yeah. <laughs> fucking. I was like, wait, what? what's happening? And I clicked on his name, and then I'm, I saw, like, the Warner Brothers thing. And then I'm like, oh, shit. I started reading it. And as I scrolled yeah. down, I see this Afro dark-skinned Tony Khan clone at the nxt show that shit was hilarious but um again it's just a rumor but we wanted to include this because um it's exciting it's very exciting um for a number of reasons for me it's very exciting we were talking about this on the pre-show i want all my AEW shit in one place i'm sick of this tbs tnt bullshit um and then I got Ring of Honor too. I know Ring of Honor is more than likely going to stay the same the way it is right now yeah. with the, uh, the way they run the app and everything, and that's fine. I'm cool with with, with that. But you know, having access to all the old pay per views and the old episodes of Dynamite, hopefully they do that because I I don't know if they would even do that. Again, it says there the entirety of the AEW packages, which is including weekly TV and pay per views. I don't know if that means they're going to take them off TV. I would think that's a mistake because they seem to be happy with the ratings, especially if the rumor is they're giving them a billion dollars for their services. Um, But that's what it says there in the blurb that we read. So we really won't know anything. Dave was reporting that um, the new new AWTV rights deal and the collision show are going to be announced as part of WB Discovery's Show next Wednesday. Supposedly at Madison Square Garden. Having a big show for Warner Brothers Discovery. They're going to announce a bunch of shit. And that's going to be one of the announcements. So we won't know anything next week this time. Maybe we'll do the show on Thursday. (laughs) Just so we can report on shit. But, uh, you know, we'll know more next week. And it's just for me personally, I'm excited. Because, I again, the WWE Network app, I think, was... Nick and I are in a complete agreement that that app was the shit. Peacock's great, yeah. you know. Peacock has my Chicago PD on there, so I'm always going to have Peacock there as long as that show is on there. Um, And they've got the, you know, the, pay, the PLEs and all that shit. But the WWE Network I just, app just hit different. That shit had, you know, I didn't use it all, but the shit that I did use on there, I really enjoyed. So if I can have
1: an app like that, but with AEW... Yeah. I'm paying. I'm paying. Yeah, it's it and it's one of them things where it's like it's still a new company but like Tony Khan's got to get on a streaming service, man. Like I yeah. get it. He probably wants to be on one. You know what I mean? Well, imagine I'm like, if Jesus. they just imagine if they just put
0: that shit on Max. Yeah. I'm already paying for HBO Max. Thanks. So if you Same. do that so I'm all in. I, yeah, I'm listen, in. if you do that shit it's a wrap. Yeah. That's already I mean, one of my favorite apps out of all the streaming apps. That fucking HBO Max, is, is, you get a lot of value. See, out in of my show.
1: opinion, too, I think that'd be so good because you hear of all these shows like Game of Thrones, The Last of Us. You know, I keep going, right? People go back and rewatch The Sopranos, Entourage. Like, Yep. That could probably help them generate viewers. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I think it's awesome. I'm excited to see where it goes. But, yeah, something just having it. I don't know, man. It's not... Now, granted, I'm going to say this. It's not stressful trying to order or watch an AEW pay-per-view. Right. But it's like, it is a bitch, right? Because usually I'll, like, ball, sometimes I'll ball out and just pay for the pay-per-view, right? Because um, they don't really do the theater thing near me. And I, my thing is, it's like, it might sound very bougie, but it's like, I hate the lag. I hate all that. Like, I just want to watch. Um, right. So it doesn't bother me that it's only a couple of times a year. But it's like, with Peacock and WWE Network, you just log on, click, boom. And then with this, I used to I usually order off Bleacher Report, I think, for the most part.
0: Um Yeah, that app but sucks. Like, yeah.
1: I think it's Bleacher Report where I have to order it on my phone, but then yeah, it's like it now I gotta that make it. Sure. sucks. Yeah, I'm like now I, no sure I, I gotta make sure it reflects I gotta make sure it reflects on my T goddamn Tony. To put it on something so I can just say, yeah, it even if it's like and, and, play, are you sure you wanna confirm this purchase? Yes.
0: Yeah. Cause I was, um, I was. It used to used to be able to get um, AW shit on Fight. Now Fight, yeah, is a great app. That shit just works. And I I've been surprised at how well it works. Sometimes when I order something, and I'm on my phone and I just download the app. I swear to God, like it already had me signed in on my TV. And I was like, oh shit! I thought I was gonna have to reset. Oh, this is perfect. And it just plays. Yeah. So you know, but then. I guess some kind of rights deal happened or whatever, and you can only do that shit if you're outside the country. But at least that app works. The Bleacher Report app sucks a dick. It sucks. The service might be great, you know, Bleacher, nothing against the company, but their app sucks a dick.
1: Mm -hmm. One thing I wanted to say, going back to the stadium thing, because I forgot to say it then and it popped up again. So, because I went to Double or Nothing last year in Vegas. um, I think it ended up being a sellout like in the end. But... Every wrestler has said Vegas is hard to sell. Um, Stone Cold's gone on record to say it. I can't, I've heard, of, I think Taker's even said it because like you're not there for wrestling. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, I could see why maybe they're struggling there. Um, nice little arena. They go to the T-Mobile arena, pretty legit arena. Right. But um, I think they'll be good now, but because they, a lot of people like me travel like that, two three hours from California to go out there and see it. Um, and
0: again, as we get closer to the you know which is actual date or we'll whatever, double,
1: you know, well, double or nothing's th- two weeks away.
0: Yeah, you know, it's 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 not sold out yet technically. Um, and I don't know the numbers. Honestly, I haven't really been keeping track of that shit because there's like too much going last on. Last
1: I saw, they were down like a thousand or two. Nothing yeah, crazy, and it's like that's
0: not you know it's not a big deal. It's not like they're they're still holding on to 3000 tickets you know what I mean it's not anything like that but it's just like man when i went to that show a couple of weeks ago i was just really surprised man at the and again i know it was raining the weather here was very bad um so that might have that might have played a part and floridians are notoriously late to everything uh if you watch the miami heat games you'll see it's empty in the beginning And then it's a playoff game, and these people are coming walking in late. Like, that shit, it's crazy. Like, when I went to the Heat game, when uh, the Knicks came to town, all the Knicks fans swarmed that building. And it was just a sea of blue and orange. And then the Heat fans were trickling in. Like, second quarter, close to halftime, they were still coming in. It's like, damn, bro, you pay all this money for these fucking tickets? And you show up, like, almost at halftime? Fuck are y'all doing? Like, that don't make no uh, type of sense.
1: So I pulled up this app WrestleTix. They track t- ticket sales. Okay. And as of 2 days ago, it's currently set up for 9,872. 6,807 have been distributed and available tickets was 3,065. Okay. But that's obviously probably going to go down. But where they're struggling is the house shows that they're doing. Ah. Those those are like this weekend with like well over a thousand tickets left. Um yeah, like they're doing one Friday in Corbin, Kentucky. Baron Corbin should show up. But they have like over they have like four around four thousand left. It looks like it's a big arena though, to be fair. Yeah, like I was saying, it's like, it was just it's Taking away, yeah, no, because I've I've noticed a lot of people who go to AW so Yeah, just taking away that. from
0: the taking away from the bad weather and the and the other Miami stuff. Man, I know that they said that that was the hard cam side, so it's usually empty. But bro, that looked really bad. Like that whole bro, that whole section, like where I was sitting was on the I was on the left side of the entrance. That's where I was sitting to the left side. So on the right side. There were seats on that first level, and then every bro, everything above that was completely empty. And it was weird because we're just like there was like this big giant light at the top, like near the suite, which I guess was yeah. the, the hard camera or whatever. <laughs> giant ass bright light. So when you looked over there, you kind of like squint a little bit because you see this light. But that whole shit was empty, dude. And it was like I... that's kind of weird. Like, why wouldn't you? Like, were they not able to sell those tickets? Or, like, I don't understand. And then when I, I was looking at the rest...
1: Tore, they tore weird.
0: Yeah. And as I'm looking at the rest of the arena, I was just kind of like... Like, it wasn't empty. I'm not saying it was empty. You know what I mean? Yeah. But no. I was like, bro, I I thought this would I'd definitely sell out. And I wanted it to sell out because I want them to come back. Especially if yeah, it's five exactly. minutes from my fucking house. Yeah. So, you know, I was like... I I guess they were happy with the attendance, but... You know, it was, fuck man. I, I thought it was gonna be like packed to the gills, and it wasn't. And I was a very surprised. Yeah,
1: I don't know. It's weird, but like you said, those international shows are gonna do it. That's why it's smart yeah. they did that um first. But I guess speaking of international shows, you ready? To oh, one more in? thing. Um,
0: oh, yeah, yeah, supposedly, sorry. supposedly, I was listening to no, not supposedly that I was listening to, but I was listening to a little bit of the Matt Men's podcast, and supposedly, according to them and they they have a lot of pull they're saying that it's it's hit 70,000 that's fucking awesome it's man. already hit 70,000 so
1: i'm dude, not shocked
0: that's phenomenal it really is i'm very happy for them so that's going to be a hell of a show those fans are you imagine that bro 70,000 of them crazy ass motherfucking fans and the way they're going to be bugging over there that's going to be a hell, hell of yeah. a show it's going to be a great show
1: yeah, and not I, one match announced. An not one. Not
0: it. one CM Punk. Not one Jamie hater. Not one. No nothing. No nothing announced. Just a just a pay per view. That's it. That's gonna be fucking awesome. Oh, one thing I heard too was that Nigel McGinnis trademarked his name, like his re- as a pro wrestler, yeah. like his pro wrestling name. So there's rumors that he's gonna wrestle at that show. That that's gonna dope. be nuts if that, that would happens. Be insane. That's gonna be nuts. So, I'm all in for that, man. Cause yeah, he's I'm, been I'm, I'm hell fucking and ready. Back. I'm so ready.
1: It's just nuts, man. In the wrestling world, like you're never done. Whether you say like you're just old, older, and retired, or injured.
0: How can you not? This that's why I'm like, you know, just this. Just so far, it's been half an hour, and I think we've we've been both critical and on the positive. On both big companies. Like, and it's cool. It's all good. It, th- that doesn't take one away from the other. So it's like, I don't understand how you can hear these things that AW is doing as this new company and be like, just like mad and
1: hate them. Like, I don't understand that shit. Uh, my, my thing is, it's weird. And when I mean weird, like, weird. Like, there are people, whatever company it is, that like, you could tell get genuinely upset. When something goes bad for the company they love, and when something goes good for the company they hate, how like mad they get? Yeah, at the same time, and it's, it's like, almost
0: it's- like when even too when like something like when the ratings come. Perfect example: the rate every week, oh, the, rate, the yeah. fucking ratings. These guys are like much. jerking off all over themselves because the fucking it didn't hit a million. And they're posting their meat. They got like a whole folder full of fucking memes ready to go that they post every yeah. single week. And they're there every week. As soon as the tweet drops, they're there. And I'm like,
1: why do you yo yo? Like, why are you here? Like, the only, why are you here? The only one I like is I love when motherfuckers roast Steve Meltzer though. Yeah, but it's always funny. It's funny, but because, and I don't. See, I don't believe in the word biased when it comes to wrestling. I just think you... Well, no, I believe in biased actually. But, like, you can just see who kind of likes more. And when you read his stuff, he's quicker to defend. Like AEW versus WWE. And I think it's probably just because, you know, the dude's older as shit. Like, he likes pro wrestling and things like that. Like, that's probably yeah. why. But people are, like, roasting. Like, Melcher, don't kill yourself. And I'm like, God damn, bro. Like, like, damn, bro. Like, bro. like y'all, y'all got just posting ratings. Relax
0: y'all gotta relax and I know people have their problems with Meltzer and we reference Meltzer a lot on this show and the reason why I reference him a lot is because he's been doing this shit like 40 fucking years he's gotta his words gotta have some type of value Yeah, I think so when he I just hears something before. and I verify it I try to use his name because it's the most you know reputable name I know yeah I know he's posted some bullshit before but yeah. bro you're not gonna hit We're on not. every rumor they're called rumors for a reason
1: the, there's only three wrestling sites I'll really listen to. Like him, uh Wrestling Inc. and then Fightful. Even though right. that Sean Ross dude's kind of a corn sometimes on Twitter if you see the shit he does. But um yeah. he that motherfucker, he in the game. Like you know what I mean? He knows his shit. Um uh, Yeah,
0: for the most part it's the same. Fightful uh Fightful and Wrestling Observer, Observer are definitely the yeah. powerhouses,
1: like with it. Um yeah, so it's good with that. But, yeah, I don't know, man. People are just – and we're always going to reference this. People just don't want to see people do good. But it's nuts because the wrestlers who are friends with each other in these companies are like, hell yeah, it's dude, so that's stupid. probably fucking awesome.
0: Yeah, it's so stupid. I do, just – just... Like
1: that tweet. You see that tweet, Triple H apparently liked and then disliked. Yeah, and...
0: oh, my God. Oh, my God. The coping that the, the, the WWE drones were doing on that tweet was hilarious. They were like, oh, no, he only he only clicked like on it because the end of it, it says that WWE was the most profitable it's ever been. That's the only reason why he clicked
1: like on it. I'm like, how the fuck
0: do you know what he's doing or not doing with his phone, you
1: fucking jackasses? One thing we can say about Triple H, that dude loves professional wrestling. I bet you yeah. he is not offended by them whatsoever, like People are so you know, I don't think cool. he'll ever verbally say that. They're competition. more profitable
0: now than they've ever been in the history of the company. What the fuck does he care about aw yeah. aw success? is not taking anything away from WWE. They're not losing exactly. viewers. They're not losing money. They're a powerhouse in itself. Like yeah, that's it.
1: It's like they're over here, like oh my god. All WWE fans are like pissed with all the All In. Like, yo, they're selling seventy thousand. Dude, WWE just did that for two nights in LA. Like, yo, like you think they really give a fuck that they're selling out? Yeah, they're probably. If anything, they're probably like, fuck yeah, now we can maybe go there back there again. Yeah, whatever. Like
0: like, people, people when that when that shit was first announced, people were like, they'll be lucky to sell fifteen k. Then they blew past that shit the first day. Which I knew
1: they've done more than that in the states. Yeah.
0: Like, they're never going to get... They won't get past 25K. They'll be lucky to get past that. They'll be lucky to get past... They just kept moving it, bro. The goalposts just kept getting fucking moved and moved. Every fucking tweet that came out that they sold more and more, it was just like, oh, then it just became, oh, but they'll never get to 90,000. They won't sell out.
1: I was like, bro, they don't need to sell out. But here's the thing. It's as we keep saying. The United Kingdom, you, you, anywhere outside of literally America, has great fans, and... It's not like AEW just has these scrubs. They have well-known talent. They have homegrown talent there from there. Like, of course that's going to do good. You know what I mean? Like, perfect example. Say Drew McIntyre wasn't on the Clash card. Say he was hurt. That pay-per-view still would have done that good. Sure. You know what I mean?
0: If the rumors of Drew McIntyre... Being unhappy, which is something we we honestly we could have touched on on the show. I guess we can touch on it now. Did you see any of that that he's unhappy and he's not resigning and so, supposedly but, yeah, he might so, just wait then it then out and leave
1: his, his his contract's up early twenty twenty four. Ah,
0: okay. Yeah. So I don't know why I'm seeing all these things about that. It's like coming up soon.
1: Now, uh, Meltzer or uh, Fightful said it's early twenty twenty four. But I guess little things like he wasn't one of the superstars who was in the loop on where he was getting drafted, like I guess apparently he found out he got drafted to raw, like I guess watching raw which yeah. which i I don't know i I know i I agree he's a big enough name that he should know, but I wish none of them knew just in general,
0: yeah, that'd be cool if they did that like they didn't tell them, and they kind of just yeah. like they did it like old school where they I used to like that shit when they were all sitting in that room in the back. Yeah, and then you, they would just call a name, and you would see. They were like, "I used to like that shit. I don't know why they don't do yeah. that shit now." Because that shit was mad boring with the Triple H just standing there and making announcements. And then you had, you know, it was cool to see Teddy Long and shit. But that
1: was like, you can do a better. Like, come on, man. Hey, real talk. How about uh speaking the draft and then call it? Zoe? Starts looked good the other night.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I, I feel bad for Nikki because you know I love Nikki Cross, uh, but man, I, I uh. uh 10-second Nikki Cross squash. Yeah, I don't know what she did wrong. I don't know what's going on with her, but my God, uh, I thought they were relaunching her into something, and they didn't. But at least Zoe Stark looked good. They made her look like a fucking legit threat now. Why they had Natalia come out to challenge oh, Rhea on the show instead of Zoe Stark? So I will never understand.
1: I saw so, I saw a tweet, and it's so true. And I respect Natalia. I respect her. You know, she probably teaches a lot of these women and everything yeah. like that. But it was a screenshot of them face to face and set up. Oh, it's that time of year again. Cause Natalia always <laughs> ends up in the top. Yeah. Granted, she's a, I get it. She's a veteran. Like Rhea beats her. Like granted, we see how Natalia, I don't think she gets treated awful, but like all she has to her is that she's a credible veteran. And it's I get it. It's, a it's you just have that the fan
0: her. perception. Like, You see her and you know she's not gonna fucking win a thing. You know she's not gonna win. Yeah. So it's just like, you're like, what? Instantly when she, like, and again, great athlete. And I've seen Natalia have great matches and God, her Instagram is a, yeah, is a, it's, that's just a whole other thing. But when you see her, and I'm speaking as a fan. You see her when you hear her music. I, her music hit in that segment, and I, I literally went like, I hear that, and I'm like, I know it ain't Bret Hart. And yeah. Like, oh, it's Natalia. And you could almost hear everyone, uh, like, why are we doing this right now? No, not Shayna Baszler. No, not Zoe Stark. No, no, not Zaya Lee, who they had there in the building. And she was back there with a. She got a clipboard put in her face by Chelsea Green, and that's all she
1: did. You could have used Lee in that position, but no. That's Natalia. I think it's because I think it's because they're going to use Natalia for Saudi. I'll see that one. Which, whatever, get it over the way. I guess
0: you know, but yeah. And maybe it's of- you know maybe it's because you you don't want to have Zoe Stark lose to Rhea because obviously Zoe Stark is not going to lose to Rhea but honestly, if you put Zoe Stark in a match with Rhea Ripley and they have a couple bangers and she loses, that's you lost to the champion like
1: that's not yeah, you that's know you're thing. not buried. People, so okay, maybe I'm wrong for this, but I I'm not opposed to when someone like perfect example right AJ Styles just comes back right. I personally think he's gonna face Seth in the finals. Personally, um, which AJ Edge and Ray can be a bang over triple threat. Yeah, Friday, I want either. to see that. But anyway, like say Edge, say AJ was not in this store, this tournament, and he was just gonna fight Roman at Night of Champions, right? Like, yeah, he just returned, so everyone thinks he should win. He should win, but it's like I'm—I don't know. I think if the match is good. And bookings done right, even if you're debuting, like I don't think it's bad if you lose. That's just me. And like,
0: it depends also how you do it. It depends on yes, how you do exactly. it because Carrion Cross de- debuting against Jeff Hardy and losing to a Roll Up. Well, exactly. Jeff Hardy cheated. He cheated to win as a as a face to yes, beat Carrion exactly. Cross, who was the NXT champion at the time. That was a fucking. I will never forgive Vince McMahon for that shit. Never, I'll never understand that in my life. What was the what was the thinking there
1: for that? I'll never understand that. Well, you'll never understand the the, the costume and all and all the other bullshit too. But uh, yeah, mustache man.
0: Never understand the mustache man. You never will.
1: I wonder where he's been. I'm glad I haven't he's heard. He's awful quiet. Yeah,
0: seeing Natalia good. pop up. Supposedly he's doing a lot of shit, man. You listen to these rumors, bro. Supposedly he's back there. Fucking cutting, cutting and pasting that fucking show, bro. He's 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 got his, he's busy. Yeah, I
1: don't, like I said, besides the Raw after Mania, the shows haven't really been awful. Um, and it's been like four or five of them, but we'll see. There's still however more weeks in the year. but yeah, man, I think it's time we 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 take this deep dive into the plea. So yeah, as yeah. you guys know, as we were saying earlier, we had two hot nights in puerto rico san juan puerto rico um smackdown was cool and so was the pay-per-view one thing lou and i both texted i want to get not out of the way but i want to speak on it now before we get into the matches is the i don't know if it's because the way the arena was built or whatever but regardless that stage setup was cool it kind of looked like the rumble the rumble and like SummerSlam vibe they come around the corner but i i don't know it made To me, where I liked it, because one, it made the plea and SmackDown feel like a bigger deal. Yeah. And it's crazy because usually it's just a big screen, right? Get it. It looks cool. But like the the little thing like that, like that made that SmackDown feel important. That gave Backlash a different feel, you know? It wasn't just, oh, yeah, here's SmackDown. Okay, boom, now it says SmackDown. Okay, boom, now it says Backlash, like on a big screen.
0: Yeah. So. That's one thing that. about um one thing about WWE is the difference where you watch other shows. You know, sports entertainment. That's not only what you see in the ring. It's everything from the mm-hmm. giant 3D things that you see on TV, um the pyro and the way they set up their stages all the time where there's different little touches and nuances that they that they do. That's all part of it. When you watch a when you watch a WWE show or a pay per view, especially one that they're like excited about, like this one, obviously they were like very excited about this show. They had uh, a fucking a press scene. conference. With the drone shots that was and awesome. the press conferences and shit. Just the presentation from like the audio and the visual that you get. You you WWE makes they put money into their own product, you know, for lack of a better yeah. phrase to say. Whereas sometimes when you watch AEW, it's just, you know, you get a little bit of pyro and you get a big screen and really that's it. They're more focused on bringing you the action in the ring which yeah. that's fine. But you know, when you watch even Raw, just even watching Raw on TV, bro, the those video, repetitive video packages, they can get annoying to people like us who watch the shit every week and we already seen this. But you know they're hyping their own product, and then again, those that giant, big time Bex fucking 3D thing and the Roman, the Roman the one, fucking Roman big dog thing, like that. All that shit's like it makes shit bigger than life, and it's like they, that's something that WWE does extremely well. So they yeah, can take two, a, a cue from them and start doing shit like that. I don't, no, no. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to see big giant fucking Kenny Omega. 3D <laughs> fucking things on the screen. The shit, yeah,
1: yeah, but
0: you know, they could there's things that they can do and he has the money, so
1: you know. Yeah.
0: But man, this help.
1: crowd this crowd for backlash was hot. And it started off hot. And I, I know going to a match word. by match in order. And we're gonna go into um in depth into this for other reasons. But so the first match was raw women champion Bianca Belair. Uh, defended, retained against EO sky. Um, phenomenal match in my opinion. Those a really yeah. great match. Um, one of the best women's matches of the year. Uh, the crowd loved EO, which was great. I felt in a way EO needed not just this match, but that reaction. I don't yeah, think they, she was they on they the adopt, They literally he adopted her. Yeah. Like, if, did you see that tweet? It's like, uh. I think it's Public Enemy Podcast shared it. It said Puerto Ricans adopted uh, EO, like black people adopted Jeff Hardy. (laughs) I was just like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was a great match. And there were times I thought I wouldn't be surprised if Triple H was in the air saying, yo, switch it. Switch it. Well,
0: I think we, and things like that, I think we give Triple H a little too much credit. What I wanted to do for this match was to give Bianca Belair, the, cr- the that woman, <clears throat> again, and I hate saying this shit because it makes me sound like an ass, but when I saw Bianca in NXT, I was like, this bitch is going to be gigantic when she goes to the main roster. Again, sometimes I hit a home run, sometimes I swing and miss because I have said the same thing about Nikita Lyons, and I'm still waiting for that to pan out. I still think I might hit on that tweet, but we'll see with her. But Bianca, you know, she didn't start with any kind of wrestling training. She's an athlete, an incredible athlete, and she's learned her trade. And now she's one of the best. And everything that she does in that ring looks good. She's safe. The fact that she, I wanted to give her credit for her ring awareness, for understanding the moment. That was had there where they were cheering for the heel, and booing her, and she she was like, "Okay, so I'm gonna be the bad guy now." And she played into it. She wasn't totally heelish, but she was definitely playing to the crowd. Like, "Oh yeah, I want to boo me all day, all right, and I'll take that. I'll be that. I need heel Bianca. It's time. Yeah, it's the perfect time to turn her heel right now. Like, just do it and let her have a heel run as champion." It'll freshen her up because I know people are oh, tired of Bianca. There, well, those fucking idiots who are tired of her. Guess what? Now you're gonna see the other side. And pair Montez up with her, bro. Pair yeah, Montez he up helped, with her.
1: A couple, yeah.
0: Let her and um, fucking um, Becky start feuding, and you can throw Seth in there too. And then you can have Seth and Montez, and you can have Becky. You could do a whole lot of shit with that.
1: Yeah, you can do a then, whole
0: lot of shit with that.
1: The other thing I liked from it is because. I was a little bummed out when Damage Control got drafted together to SmackDown, because I want, and to be honest, all three of them to do their own thing. Um, yeah. But I'm very happy. The route it seems it's going is Io's going to go on her own, and Bailey and Dakota are going to be a tag team, which I think's good. I think that's good for the tag division. Because um, I think Bailey still deserves like another singles run, and I think she will, but... She's yeah. been doing her own thing from, like, 16 to 22. So it's not like she, you know what I mean? She's done everything but win a Royal Rumble, essentially. You right. know what I mean? Um, so I'm cool with her being in the tag. And it seems like we're getting that EO split, which I like, because I want to see EO versus Bailey and EO versus Dakota. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, Bailey was looking good on Saturday. Let me then. tell you something,
0: bro. Bailey, <laughs> <you, laughs> Bailey, listen here. Uh, you she knows ex- <laughs> she knows exactly what she's doing when she wears some of the shit that she wears when i see her I, when i see her walk out with that shit on i didn't even know what to think i didn't even know what to think people yeah. you know, i saw a tweet where somebody was like uh somebody posted a tweet from her from behind and the reason they did that was because she had eo sky like shaved into her the back of her head like in her hair
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the, i forgot who tweeted it but they were like oh if in case you in case you missed it um, Bailey had Eos guy's name uh cut into the back of her head, as if anyone was looking at the back of her head, and it was a shot from the it just it, listen. Yeah. You can't do that shit, Bailey. That's not fair.
1: It's just yeah. not fair. It's you not, can't be wearing tech um, shit like that. You can't do it. And they I wanna give Bailey because we could sit here and praise Bianca and Eo all day. Everyone who's listening to us who watch the show knows how good of a man. I like Dakota here because when Bailey was walking down. If you Dakota was kind of looking like timid, like eh, I don't know if this is a good idea. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Like seemed like the concerned friend, even though Bailey obviously seemed concerned. It's not actually like she cost her the match. Well, she did. I guess cost her a match, but purposely didn't cost her the match. Um, so that you can see there's that tension and storyline there, which I liked. Um, but yeah, dude, I I really enjoyed this match. This was a hot hot start to the match.
0: Yeah, for sure. One of the the best women matches of the year. Um, I think I still have Sasha and uh, Kyrie up there. Although I haven't seen the triple threat. I haven't
1: seen that yet, but I haven't watched that yet myself.
0: I heard it was great. I just haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Um, But I think I still have Sasha and Kyrie up there, even though the match wasn't that long. I still think it was a great match.
1: Um, But this is up there. Charlotte and Rhea's up there still.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, that's probably the best women's match this year, man.
1: Yeah, Honestly. that's my personal one. I'd say Honestly, Sasha, that's, yeah. I would say, uh, I'd say Mercedes and Kyrie second, and then this is third for me.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, I, I'm cool with that.
1: Yeah, because that fucking Charleria match was fantastic. I almost yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. And then next, we both predicted this one. Um, Seth Rollins defeated Omas. Good match. As we keep praising on this show, Omas is getting better and better in the ring. Seth obviously carried him in this, but Omas, where did you see improvement in Omas?
0: So, um, his, uh, as far as ring awareness goes and being in the right place, like he's, it would be very easy for him to fuck up a lot of spots just because of his size and his, I know he's pretty fast for a guy his size, but him being that big. You you would imagine that there's probably a lot that could, he could probably fuck up from trying to move too fast or to trying to do things that he probably can't do. And I think Omos is very good at knowing exactly what he's good at and focusing on that yeah. and him knowing where to be because, you know, that curb stomp. It's a fairly obvious finisher. You know it's coming because somebody's on their hands and knees and they're sticking their head out. Yeah. You know, it's for, the, for the most part, you know when that shit's coming. And I think Oma's did a fantastic job of like not making it like super obvious that he's sitting there waiting to get curb stomped. Especially with the um the top rope, the the super fucking curb stomp. That like, was dope. Yeah, he was like, and, and, and here's the thing with that too. I know we we say on this show, we're tired of seeing him lose on these big pay-per-views. Like, we would like to see him fucking actually win a match because, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know, he gets built up as this big monster. You go to a pay-per-view, he loses. And it's like, how many times are you going to see that? But I think, man, this guy literally had to climb the top rope and stomp you to death to get a three count. So I, I think in the end that, you know, it served this purpose of still making almost look very strong. So
1: well, I liked when I like when he like didn't go down for the curb stop. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. That yeah, was yeah. cool.
1: Because we've never seen that. Even like Brock's never done that. Brock's I mean, always
0: did he kick out at one from the first I think curb he did.
1: stomp. I think he might have yeah. Seth
0: off. Like, get the fuck off of me. Like
1: Yeah. So like he's getting good at being a really, really good big man. And he's not doing the typical – because, remember I I made fun of him for it in like a funny way, but he always kept doing. This is my house. That's yeah. all he would ever say. The whole match.
0: Yeah. And
1: he's gotten a lot better at that. Um, but this was what it was. I definitely think it wasn't a bad match. Um, by any means. Um, definitely was entertaining. Um, and then kind of to add to it though, it's nuts because it's like you knew he was gonna win Seth because of what happened Monday. Uh, for those who don't know. Seth won the triple threat match against, was it Priest and Nakamura? Yeah. And then he beat Finn Balor in the finals to go to Knight of Champions.
0: And that was a good match.
1: Yeah, I thought both of them were. Um, that was a really
0: good match. I like how the, good. the
1: callback in the match with Finn hitting the, yeah, the bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he threw cool. him
0: right into that shit nasty too, bro.
1: Yeah, so that was good. Um, And so let me get your thoughts on this because it' not – Show related with this. Hey, Whoa! a couple
2: of haters. Hey. a couple of my haters buddy. over here. Daddy home.
1: What up? Look at this guy. <laughs> What's up, man? What's up, down? Oh, we just we just talking, Seth and Omas. We just started the card.
2: Oh, put my one piece hat on. Nice,
1: dude. What did Very you think nice. of the show this week? I don't know how long we have you for, but what man, did you? I,
2: I was uh doing some manscape uh Ooh. preparation for the show tonight. Ooh. You know oh go to manscaped.com <laughs> and you can get 20% off your order plus free shipping if you use promo code RBR Shave. Mm, I'm actually I like
1: gonna that. remember that because I have Manscaped good. products.
2: <laughs> yeah I just got me um the the new Lawnmower 4.0 and I got the beard trimmer coming in. This motherfucker crashed he
0: crashed the podcast just to fucking hot products.
2: Yeah that's yeah, man. Man.
0: unbelievable
2: Oh, no! now I gotta go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: nah, man, what, but oh, don't forget to get the hooks, rubs, and spices, too. <laughs> what do
1: oh, you, nah. you think of the but, show, man?
2: Um, we're gonna talk a little bit about it more tonight. Uh, but um as far as you, you know what I'm not gonna even lie. I might have to go back and watch the uh Omas and Seth uh match because I did kind of tune out. And it wasn't because of uh, you know who was in it doing the performance or whatever. It was just like I had other shit going on and I just didn't really pay attention to it. But the right. bits and pieces I did see were all right. I mean, Seth did his job to make almost look good as he could possibly do. And almost didn't yeah. do too bad. I mean, he's steadily progressing, but you would think as much as they push him to the forefront that he would be a lot further along than what he is. But he's steadily making incremental improvements
0: yeah
1: yeah i agree Um yeah
0: okay i was praising his uh like i I was more impressed with, I, I was just saying right when you came in i was more impressed with like his ring awareness that he's he's kind of grown and that yeah. where like he, you know because what i was telling niggas like you know that's that curb stomp you know when that shit's coming because you see somebody on all fours with they sticking their neck out and you know they're about to get curb stomped so he did a good job of not making that super obvious for that last uh the, yeah. the
2: super one yeah he he, he stole uh uh, Bobby Lashley gimmick. You know, Lashley was the first one to block that curve stump like that.
1: <laughs> oh, he wasn't. Okay. Oh, we were yeah. just literally, literally, maybe 30 seconds before he came on. I was like, I don't think anyone's ever done that, not even Brock. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, Lashley was the first one to do that because he tried to do it. was the same exact setup. He went for the stump and he was on all fours and he kind of staved it off and everything because he got that big ass neck and traps. That and was shit dope. Mm-hmm.
0: That shit yeah. was dope. Well, Very enjoyed that match. Really did. Yeah. We just, we just I want. Almost start, maybe, maybe win a match on a pay-per-view sometime soon. That'd be great. I mean,
2: the people seem to like him, but, you know, wrestling, wrestling fans don't like almost too much.
0: Right. And I'd I'd like to see him like talk on his own because we've seen him do interviews and he's he's a super eloquent dude.
2: And he's also like one of the people that WWE has under their employ that have like family ties you know in another country and shit and they don't capitalize on that stuff like veer that dude was like a professional baseball player and shit and he has a disney movie made about his life yeah and they don't capitalize on that and shit they the only thing they do to allude to that fact is his uh freaking clothesline that he do that which is pretty awesome it's called the million dollar arm yeah you know and that's the Mm -hmm. name of the movie (laughs)
0: yeah right let me tell you something that let me tell you something brother that promo on Raw that they did with the three of them, that shit was fire. I was very, very impressed by that silly little shit. That shit was dope. I'm going gonna, I'm I'm gonna gonna to gonna be more. the guy
1: to say a hot take right now. I was low-key a fan of Jinder Mahal's title run in 2017. I, I
2: still am. I yeah. am. Yeah. I, I am one of those people, too. I, I love that shit. And one, think, because it I gave us something trio, that... Mm-hmm.
1: I think this trio, if done right, could get to that level. Yeah. If and done think, right. If. If.
2: Yeah, and I, that was the thing that I enjoyed about Jinder's uh, title run. I know it wasn't the best, but it was out of the norm. It was out of nowhere for no reason whatsoever. And I, I, I appreciate that because, you know, it's either it's only Brock, it's only Seth, it's only, you know, Roman. Roman, you know, at the time or whatever. But to them to break it up like that, you know, they'll it was shuffle, pretty cool. They'll
0: shuffle a little Randy Orton in there every once in a while.
2: He beat... Randy Orton, he beat AJ Styles. He beat Shinsuke he beat Nakamura. Shinsuke. I know that's crazy, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: And that was the thing. He had a long run because he won the pay-per-view after Mania. I think it was like April or May. It was May, actually. And he held mm. on to that shit till November. Because I remember they did the title change in the UK. Because he was supposed to fight Brock at yeah. Survivor Series. And then they switched it to AJ versus Brock.
0: I think one yeah, of my favorite uh, things about gender was that fucking... Silky soul glow, fucking hair that he <laughs> used to have. He had a
1: dope entrance too. When everything was yeah. black, yeah, and then he'd come out, and then like he light he'd look up, like
0: and his and his theme was a fucking banger. That shit is fucking still is a vibe. That shit was a vibe. Yeah, because like the, what you were
2: saying, the um it was everything would go black, then like the the mosque would show up in the background, yeah. and like it'd be like a red carpet come up to the thing. That I like that shit. That shit, was and he good. was
1: delivering some fire promos too. Mm-hmm.
2: Until he because got to I Nakamura.
1: So Rob can speak to this because we've witnessed it. So uh, when we were stationed in Missouri, I went to Money in the Bank in 2017. And the co-main event was Jinder versus Randy. Now, this might sound obvious, but Randy Orton being from St. Louis, Rob and I know. He Mm -hmm. heel our face. That dude gets an insane pop in St. Louis. And Jinder did so good in that match because Jinder won. Um and it was just like jinder was the most hated dude on that planet because we were in st louis for that show and uh yeah but yeah i don't know i i if done right i would not be mad to see like jinder mm-hmm. get like a world title run
2: and you know what's weird though kids love veer for whatever reason because there's like countless social media posts of veer like with the kids and kids bringing signs mm-hmm. You know, for Veer, maybe it's because of that his baseball crossover. I don't know, but like the kids love Veer. Did you Did word. you like how they grid. referenced?
1: Did you like how they referenced in the promo Monday, whatever the group? What's the group called again? Indushir. Get- in yeah, Indish in year is coming. They did like the <laughs> end of veer is coming thing.
2: Well, I see, I I have the disadvantage of a. I watched the Hulu cut of Monday Night Raw this week, so mm-hmm. it, it, it cuts out a lot of that fluff, so I didn't see a lot of that uh, things, because the only thing they emphasized was both of the triple threats.
1: Um, Rock and Cody. I,
2: yeah, that, and I think they, the tag match and one other match, because uh, mm-hmm. they chopped down three hours of Raw in the
0: 90 minutes on the Hulu yeah. cut. Yeah. yeah, mm-hmm. um, Which is probably, honestly, the preferred way to watch.
1: Hell yeah. I, that's how I watch sometimes. It sometimes. Hell yeah. yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Um, Rob, how long do we have you for?
2: Until I leave.
1: Okay. I want to <laughs> hear your thoughts on one match, but it's kind of close. But anyway, come on, so come next, on, it was, next was the triple threat match for the United States title. Austin mm-hmm. Theory, as Lou and I predicted, retained against Bobby and Bronson Reed. I thought you know, I was, was kind of shocked about that. Yeah. So uh, I had a feeling, boss, we both were saying, I think, with him going to SmackDown. The only one that – so – once again, kind of like a, a draft bitch, but going into this match, Bobby and Austin were on SmackDown with the United States title, and Bronson was on Raw, where the IC title got drafted. If they did the draft before, after this, I would have thought Bronson would have won, which I thought, I don't know about you guys, mm-hmm. Bronson looked great in this match.
2: hmm
1: He yeah. showed like his big man abilities and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know your guys' thoughts, but to me, I thought it was a good match, but Bronson Reed was like the MVP in this match for me.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Um, I thought he was going to take it. I thought it was his for the taking or whatever, but, you know, it'd be what it be. Because <laughs> I know damn sure Lashley wasn't going to get it back for whatever reason. And now you have that interesting wrinkle of having Lashley on SmackDown with Roman as the champion and everything. So that could be a pretty good matchup that they might have down the line because, you know, Roman is going to surpass that thousand day reign.
1: I want them to at so because a lot of people want Bobby and Roman instantly at Night of Champions, and I don't because Night of Champions is only three weeks away. Mm -hmm. So I'd rather have Bobby go at SummerSlam because one, Mm -hmm. it's a bigger platform, and two, more time to build it. I don't think yeah, build it up because yeah, one of the one of the cool build it
2: so you can lose
1: yeah (laughs) because one of well regardless bro ain't
0: nobody (laughs) in Roman Reigns
1: no you're right
0: but the thing is. Well, one of the cool things they did with the draft was the well, one of the cool things about the free agency shit is that you have Cedric and Shelton are free agents. And so Omos. they can hop along their ass over to fucking SmackDown and they could do this <clears throat> hurt business shit and you can have them feud with the bloodline for a little bit. Take it into fucking, you know what I'm saying? Stretch it out for a little bit. Get well, Roman you you, bit. It could be
1: perfect because you got Roman and Bobby who can talk. Yeah. Then you bring in all my mm, Bobby
2: is de- debatable. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. But then you have then you have Omas who can go face to face with Solo because of the way they book Solo, uh-huh. Cedric and Alex uh, Cedric and Shelton against the Usos, and then even MVP and Heyman.
0: Yeah, you
1: know what I mean. Like oh, so, talk- that's that works for that me.
0: Yeah, that shit works for me, man. So uh, it, it'd be cool if they uh, what they're gonna do. I don't know, but we'll find out because Roman's gonna be on SmackDown Friday, so we'll figure out what the fuck he's doing. This mm-hmm. extended vacation. Yeah. He should just yeah, come into know. the ring with like a little clicker and be like, so I was in Belize and here's some pictures for me in Belize. And then we hopped over to fucking Hawaii and here's some more pictures and just had oh, some the, the, titan tron. So and just oh, slide the, 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 Drew,
2: the Drew Gulak uh, PowerPoint presentation. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> but what's crazy is think about this. In 2023, Brock Lesnar has had more pay-per-view appearances this year than mm-hmm. Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar has been on every single show. And he's now booked for the next show, Night of Champions.
2: Yeah, and he still hasn't wrestled on TV.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, we thought just, we had it. We, we, we thought we had it. And then he beat the mm-hmm. shit out of Cody. <laughs>
2: yeah, show up, beat ass,
0: and leave.
1: <laughs> but yeah, any thoughts on this match, I guess, for you guys? That, like, besides Bronson-Reeds? like,
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good match. I, you know, I've seen that finish before, the swap finish thing, so I kind of yeah. wasn't the biggest fan of that finish, but You know, it served its purpose. You, you, you know, you protect Bobby, you, Bronson takes the pin. It's not really going to hurt him. He took a spear from Lashley, Mm -hmm. you know, the heel gets the win in a heel way. So I understand it. I just, you know, Mm -hmm. wasn't a big fan of it, but the match itself was really good. I like Bronson a lot. Um, I see big things for that dude in the future. So, and I'm glad that he's not like, you know, because sometimes these guys get called up and they don't do shit. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to see that he's in the mix, like, always. He seems to always be on TV. Because yeah, remember, shows, it didn't... Though.
2: They got him away from the Miz real quick.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. What,
1: happened? what happened? Didn't he have a big spot in the chamber? Didn't it take, like, five dudes to eliminate him or some dumb yeah. shit? Like, he didn't it go took out. took everybody
0: easy. to get him out, yeah. They all yeah. jumped yeah. on top of him for the pin.
1: Yeah, because I know Triple H is big on him, because when Triple H was running NXT, mm. Bronson Reed won the North American title, and they go. I mean, the, the fucking him.
0: guy beat Okada, like... Yeah, mm-hmm. he's a fucking big <laughs> deal, dude.
1: It is. Yeah, it, and then uh he ain't beating Okada so now one. though,
2: because Okada in asshole mode. <laughs>
1: <laughs> then what we had next? This was an an emotional one. Um, uh, Rhea Ripley defended the SmackDown and retained the SmackDown Women's Title over Zelina Vega. Mm-hmm. Um, Lou, you got the almost pin wanted her. You got. I almost wanted her to, on, you got, you wanted her to win. Selena like you wanted. <laughs> I did get what I wanted out
0: of this match, so I'm happy. I got the, uh, we got the, the, the folded up Zelina Vega in the middle of the yep. ring. That's what yeah, I The lawn see. chair. <laughs>
1: yep. one Folded Zelina her ass up looked, upright. Zelina just looked beautiful, like in general. Like her gear was sick. She had a dope entrance. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. that shit with the, the flag was dope, because sometimes when they do that, it's
0: like, you know, like, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Dalton Castle has the the peacock, yeah, the peacock
2: thing. joint and it's yeah. very
0: fluffy and and shit but this shit looked it, like the flag looked like super stiff like I thought her arms were gonna be stuck there and then when she collapsed it I was like damn that's fucking dope like the way that shit just instantly collapsed down Perfect. and it just looked like part of like her outfit I thought that was so cool
1: yeah so she had that she threw the chancla every Ripley yeah.
2: accurately too
1: yeah, yeah. accurately yeah. I know nice that would have missed. That could that would have been all over the internet because people are assholes. But um, yeah, she got a great reaction. I think everyone. I think even the crowd knew. Like, all right, this girl's probably not gonna take this. But um, I thought it was cool. You know what I mean? Because as we said in the past, she's been done dirty, like with the whole Twitch thing or whatever it was. Then she got released, and then she came back and was booked for the. 9-11 show at MSG, which tragically yeah, her father passed away and she got yeah. cut from it by the old grumpy fuck.
0: That's terrible.
1: And mm-hmm. then not that any of the this didn't make up for it. It did, but not a hundred percent. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, I think and Zelina didn't look bad in this.
0: No, one thing I liked about this match was you know, obviously you knew who was gonna win. Yeah. Um and obviously I had hope looked, still, man. Well, <laughs> I did too. I mean, you know, Selena Vegas talented. She's not like she's no she's no slouch. She can wrestle. Um, she can go. We've seen her go before. And she she does the best that she can with some of these shit gimmicks that she does get. Um But again, I at least me, I knew the 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 outcome what what it was gonna be. But I think this was like a perfectly booked match. Cause even she gave Rhea a lot of problems for the amount of time that she had. She gave her some problems with the leg and she was fucking all over the place, and she was zipping around the ring. And even the way Rhea ended the match with that riptide, it was just kind of like, like, like if she was like swatting at a gnat. And usually, I hate to see that shit because you would think that's like you are burying somebody, but it wasn't a burial. It was just like Rhea's that bitch, like mm-hmm. literally. And Zelina was like, you know, she was the next challenger, but she, it, I just think it was booked perfectly for for what it was, like. Mm-hmm. I usually hate seeing someone get like kind of pinned like that because, you know, she hit it with the riptide. She gave her that pin, which uh, I liked, but <laughs> um, I still can't. I still can't get over it. She did that shit to Akira Tozawa, bro. That dude. I don't know how. Yeah. he How the fuck did he show his face in that locker room? Yo. Did you see him on Raw? On yeah. Raw, he was like, nope, I'm getting the fuck story, out of here.
1: Yeah, I'm getting the fuck out of here, but... But yeah, happy think, for Zelina,
0: um, happy for Rhea. The, the crowd was big time into this match. And I'm glad she got her moment after the match. They didn't, like, cut to commercial or any of that shit. Yeah. They let her have it. So I was happy. I was happy for her.
1: What do you think, Rob, overall?
2: I wanted her to win so bad. <laughs> I knew it wasn't going to happen, but I held out so much hope. I was like, all this fanfare and pageantry, they were in Puerto Rico, you know, is this if one of the women's titles would have changed that night, that would have been
0: the one I would have bet money on. But mm-hmm. alas, we did not get it. <laughs> and I had actually the opposite because I was like, you know what? I, during that EO Sky match, I was like, fuck, man, you know what? I I I, I, I kind of felt like, damn, I think EOS Sky is going to fucking win this
1: match.
2: Yeah, because they were booing Bianca.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what we were saying. In her you know, favor, we think, yeah. We think it's time for Bianca to maybe turn heels here soon. Yeah, it's, it's time. I think it's time. Uh,
2: well, I mean, it depends. If she show up on SmackDown and the booze remain, then yeah, but
0: mm-hmm.
2: if it's just but a not, freak occurrence, a one night. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then also, it's just like, we've, we've talked about it. What's up with these women's titles? Because right now, Bianca is the longest reigning. The
1: inevitable swap's just gonna happen. Well, that's the thing, though. The inevitable
2: swap. Well, that's the thing, though. <laughs> if you swap the titles it fucks up Bianca's reign. Yep. You okay. know, but since you have I don't know. I think they need to redo the titles. Either merge yes. them or drop Raw Smackdown from Yeah, just
0: drop the names. The thing. So, yeah. So That's yeah, it. So Rob, drop
1: uh, the names. Uh, Lou and I said Lou and I said last week I brought it up. It should be as simple as what they're doing on the men's side. The WWE Women's Champion and the World Women's mm-hmm. Champion. Boom! Problem solved, bro. And then you know, you know, do yeah. that, introduce it, and then just yeah.
2: roll with it. But I mean, what we've been clamoring for for a long time is for these two to run into each other: uh, Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley. So and it's shit, just they're, like
0: they're crossing over on each other's shows every goddamn week. You would think they'd yeah. bump into each other. So it's like
2: yeah. I'm, I'm under the guise of like merge these bitches, you know? Yeah. And then you can merge them. these two titles, and you can still. Introduce another title. Yeah, the then Triple H can introduce
0: another title, yeah. the can't beat the can't beat Bianca title, and then they can
1: even <laughs> have those other girls fight over that one. Yeah. Yep. Um, I don't know, man. I'm a believer. I truly believe. Like, I get the consolation prize jokes. With I'm getting that, that. I'm weight.
2: getting that new belt, by the way. Oh, uh, we bitch. know. Did <laughs> they
0: finally chip so it? One
1: thing. One thing on that belt. And tell me your guys' thoughts. <clears throat> they have one shot with this thing. If this belt whoever Seth faces, in my opinion, does not main event Night of Champions, it's already dead. It's doomed. Because I get it, the first match is just as good as the last match mentality. You can't open your show with a brand new belt. I truly believe it has to main event. I don't know,
2: it's going to go through the same, yeah, it's going (laughs) to go through the same woes
0: that the Universal title went through. Yeah, I just... At least with the Universal title, like, you know, we we had fucking Finn Balor. He got called up. They gave him the fucking super push. He beat Roman. He beat everybody that first night. He went to the pay-per-view. He beat Seth clean. Got won hurt. the title. Unfortunately, he got hurt, <laughs> you know, but.
2: I like that callback in the Raw match.
0: You know what I mean? And then even after that, that Kevin whole Owens. swerve with Triple H and Kevin Owens and all that shit. That shit, for me, I was like. I didn't give a shit that they made up a title. I was just like, "Yo, what? Kevin Owens is the fucking champion? Are you serious?" So I was like, "At least they had that." With this, it's like you're gonna—they're—they're they're literally gonna ride the Seth Rollins wave and try to have him put over this belt. And I really—that they have no other choice unless they get—unless they get somebody from New Japan to show up, or they—they they steal Kenny Omega or something and bring him to fucking Raw. I, I see no other way for them to legitimize that title faster. Cause Later, Matt, I, yeah,
1: because Seth's the only one who can do it match wise to get it over.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I just. But that's, why that's crazy out they, they just? Why didn't they just have Cody beat? I don't fucking. I don't get Why did they just
2: do it, man? I know I why. Just, You know why. They're trying to establish that new reign, that new record shit. Did
0: you hear that rumor, Rob? We talked about this last week, but I heard a rumor that they want to Um, now there's there's word that there's rumblings that they want Roman to pass that 1,434 day Uh, Hogan. uh, Hogan The Hogan reign. So another year of him holding the belts. Literally a year and a half.
2: I mean, just, just given what we have presented to us right now, that's you know, it's logical because now you knock Cody out of the contingency for this new title, so he has no claim to that because he's fucking with Brock and everything, and he's no longer going to be in that lane. Yeah, he lost.
0: He, he got yeah, limited. You
2: also got money in the bank coming up, which if Cody did not get here, get hurt years prior, year prior or whatever, and got put out with the energy, uh energy <laughs> injury he was on task for winning that money in the bank. So it's just like, they're going to just rehash this shit as if, you know, this is the first time around and shit, you know, that's how I, I feel also about
1: heard, it. Cause I also well, heard they might do Cody and Brock all the way through SummerSlam, which would make sense of like a like best that. of three. Yeah. I could see. Cause Cody's not winning twice. Brock's a hundred percent winning of champions. I would put money on that one.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, what are well, you gonna do? If Cody wins about money Seth, in the Seth bank took and them three L's in a row? But
1: but man, you say, never. So okay, so Rob, you think Cody wins? Is he just gonna hold on to it and cash in at Mania? Let me tell you something right now. Physically uh, at Mania, but like,
0: let me tell you something right now. If Cody wins Money in the Bank, he gonna he better do tell He him. better <laughs> he better do that John Cena shit where he comes out and he goes, "Here is the fucking thing." I'm um, putting it down there, and I want my shot at either tonight or at the next pay per view. I want my shot. Not that he's gonna come running out after no, Roman Cody got beat up and do that. And he cannot yet. do that, bro. He but would cannot you see Cody do that. doing
1: that say saying like February, just showing up on SmackDown and being like, "Yeah, boom, this is it, is it.
0: This is my shot next." You know, at the end of the month, whatever pay per view it is
1: i, oh, want see, I think if cody wins i think if cody wins he catches it in for a match at wrestlemania
2: yeah I, I, or I, yeah okay yeah, yeah. either or, or like he, he'll he do he'll do the rob van Dam john cena thing to where like yeah hit the thing this is when i want it
0: this is yep. when it's happening
1: which yeah, would be can. different because no one cassettes cashed in at mania but you can't go can't go running out title. with a
0: ref bro you can't have yeah. Cody running out with a ref and his music no. playing. And he doing the, come on, come on, come on, I don't you think that- to cash it in. <laughs> oh, wait, no, wait, oh. as, wait as,
1: he, as he's running to the ring with his music playing, he's grabbing the ref and he stops quick. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <Martin's jumping> <laughs> right. Like midway running down oh. the aisle stops. So, Whoa.
2: <laughs> I don't think they'll ever do another uh, WrestleMania cash in no, again. No, you can't.
1: Especially just, just how good again. steps went to. Mm-hmm.
2: They have to yeah, be somebody to
1: be able to do it
0: better. There's no way yeah. to do that better,
2: unless there's somebody that's just like hot shit. They just the wave for that company at the time or whatever. That's the only other reason they'll do it. But they're I don't think they'll they'll do it ever be able to capture that again. I was there but for that. If, I was in Mustafa person. Lee, I was just baby. like,
1: "What?" Ali, but if baby. Cody, if Cody don't win, though, our
2: Grayson Waller. Really
0: nice. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's They're a saying way. LA Knight might win the uh, Money in the Bank, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah cool now,
2: nah, you know, see, I thought I, that was that would have been a lock for me if they hadn't went this way with Cody.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I'm uh, Stone the Rock. Mandatory.
2: Yeah,
0: I think that's <laughs> mandatory for every single wrestling podcast. When one person does it, 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 it just it becomes a a yeah fest. Mm-hmm. That's how over that shit so, is.
2: It's the new so womb
1: So to get back, I wanna this one. I feel we could talk about for a while. Um. Next was the San Juan Street fight with Bad Bunny defeating Damian Priest. So my piece of this that, that entrance shit. was in, that entrance was insane. Love so I personally, I said it last week with Lou, I like Bad Bunny's music. I have no clue what he's saying because I just don't speak Spanish. But like he's <laughs> got a good beat and a vibe to it, right? Um. I'm not very. I know his music to be real uh since like 2020 and on and the song he came out to um was made in 2017 because now it's on my gym playlist um Jambaya, i think that's how you say it. i don't want to but if you look at the album cover for it it's him and rick flair mm-hmm. but I'm anyway sure. that was a sick entrance just because they were singing it with them because i was expecting the booker t song yeah um, me too but because is that what he came out to the night before on smackdown I think he did, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was different. Um, Yeah, he just got a massive pop, but you got to give Damien Priest his flowers in this one for carrying him, for how safe he was with him. That motherfucker strong. Bad Bunny has no business doing any of (laughs) doing any of the shit he did in that match.
2: That motherfucker is strong though. (laughs) Yeah. Who? Bad Bunny, flinging around priests like that and shit. I mean, I, granted, fucking, you know, it's hell with He but hit still. him with a
0: fucking Michinoku driver. It was a perfect fucking Michinoku driver. And that shit, there's a delay when you, like, it's not just like a scoop slam. He fucking grabbed this motherfucker, picked him up, held him for like that second, and brought him down with the, last. like, that, down. Dude, that dude is strong, bro. Because Damien, Damien Prez is big son of a bitch.
1: Because these two, these two are boys, so they might have rehearsed some things or whatever, right? You know what I mean? But, a lot of people are saying. that. I think Mark Henry said it. Yeah, I'm busted open. Bad Bunny's the greatest celebrity wrestler of all time.
0: Yep. Yeah, I don't even think it's close. I, I,
1: I mean, you know, I again, let's I, not I, let's
0: not totally take away from Jake Paul or, or Logan Paul, yeah. whatever the fuck his yeah. name is.
1: So,
2: as much shit as
1: hey, I don't talk about my boy McAfee,
0: yeah,
2: McAfee, fun too. Yeah. As much shit as I talk about Logan Paul, I don't care to oh, see him know. in the ring or whatever. You can kiss my ass, but I would like to see if anything him versus bad bunny just to see how that would go out
1: oh shit <laughs> yeah wow yeah because I, I like i think lou and i agree with you in that sentiment and like we don't i don't follow logan paul don't care for logan paul but i am interested once the bell rings i am interested yeah, he can go. What that's all i give a shit about is
0: see the thing is with these celebrities like it's different now because you got these celebrities now who actually love wrestling before you had the celebrities come like trump and you know, Mr. T and shit, which I'm sure Mr. T like yeah. enjoy wrestling. But he wasn't out there fucking jumping off the top rope and doing any of this crazy shit. And he was in there trying to box in a wrestling ring, like, and that's mm-hmm. fine for what it was. But these dudes now came up loving WWE, like Bad Bunny. Dude, he loves WWE, like it's. That's... He came out. He brought he brought the
1: WWF logo back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like, I like how they the blur- I like how they blurred
0: that shit out on YouTube. Get the fuck out of here! Well, come on, man. I mean, no, I guess that's a, 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 I saw, a, a, a I, I, lawsuit thing. They don't want to get sued by, you know, mm-hmm. World Wildlife. Yeah, but I still, saw, come on.
1: I saw, I saw a video, a picture of like Bad Bunny in the ring with it. It said, "Even Triple H ain't got the balls to tell the most streamed artist in the world he can't wear that jacket."
0: Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Because
1: yeah. he's definitely got free reign to do whatever the fuck he wants but what about like the sabio vegas coming out carlito yeah carlito looked great really we haven't did. seen him since the rumble and the thunderdome of 2021 i mean that's they he stomping ground
2: great. bro yeah you'd be stupid not to have them around there i just love fan yeah, service and wrestling
1: clamoring for carlito to come back to something and you know like whether
2: you, you know if this was like a couple years ago that wouldn't happen
1: <laughs> no Mm-mm. no but i thought this was a great match Honestly, I enjoyed it. I get it. Like, so here's why I'll defend the hard, like, hardcore wrestling fans in regards of, like, yes, it wasn't, like, a crazy street fight. Like, Mm -hmm. we were joking in the chat. They were in the ring a good amount, right? Then they moved to the outside or whatever. And it kind of gave you false vibes because Bad Bunny came out with a shopping cart. (laughs) You know what I mean? New Jack uh, vibes. And then, you know. People were, some people were upset about blood, but there was no way in hell Bad Bunny was bleeding. Like, Bro, can, f- first of all,
0: can you imagine being Bad Bunny's like, like, finance guy, yeah, yeah, personal handler, whatever PR person? Like, you're gonna do what? He's gonna <laughs> throw you through what? Do you know how much you're worth, motherfucker? You're not doing that shit. So, can you imagine if he's gonna try to explain to somebody, yeah. He's going to put, he's going to grab my head and he's going to hit me on the turnbuckle thing, you know, and then I'm going to, I'm going to, I got a little blade right here and I'm going to go like that and I'm going to bleed and it's going to be okay, but don't worry. It's going to be a lot of blood, but it looks like a lot, but it's not, there's no fucking way. Not a chance. Yeah. You're not going to have that guy plastered all over TMZ and fucking entertainment tonight with blood all over his face, bro. They were not doing that shit.
2: He's, he's not Brock, Lesnar.
1: Did you see when he, when he did the James, I think it's James Cohen. He did like his ride along. And he asked him about his time in WWE the first time and said that WrestleMania was the greatest night of his life. Wow! And that dude's accomplished that's a lot That's crazy. Life. So that's why I just got so much respect from the dude.
0: That's some crazy Like you shit. were
1: saying, Lou, remember last week? Like this dude was the 24-7 champion, took him on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. He took that bitch everywhere. You would have thought he was the world heavyweight. Fuck it. Make it him versus that. Yeah,
0: yeah for real. <laughs> let
1: him, let him yeah. be the
0: I'm one like, to be the, the champion and shit, the first champion. Shit, they had to. Uh,
1: I, de- I definitely want to. I definitely want to keep seeing him come back. Now, granted, this one fit perfectly because it's his home area. You know what I mean? Like he could have done. He could do physically. Could have done no wrong there. You know what I mean? Like look how just the crowd reacted to him his entrance. Yeah, they like, got that was a party. They got, like Rob. You said it the best. Cheapest bad bunny concert you'll ever go to. Oh hell
2: yeah! <laughs> On a side note, is in reference to concerts or whatever you hear the shit the the Beyonce fans are doing. No. Mm -mm. So cheap tickets or whatever, right? So if you're going to any of the major cities here in the United States to get a Beyonce ticket, it's like astronomical, like thousands of dollars and hundreds of dollars for cheap seats even. But what's been happening, people have been going overseas to some of our concerts in like France and some of the other places that you're going to because it's cheaper to book a ticket to go overseas and get a concert ticket over there than it is to get a a uh, ticket here in the states.
0: <laughs> Yo, people were doing that uh, with the Nick games, uh, like two, three weeks ago when they were playing the Cavs. So to get tickets, to get floor seats at like MSG is, is something like fucking twelve thousand dollars, some ridiculous number. And to sit in the nosebleeds in MSG was almost like two hundred fifty to three hundred dollars. So people were literally posting on Twitter like, "Yo, I booked a flight to Cleveland." I got hotel, and I got $50 tickets to sit in the nosebleed for the playoff game, and it's still cheaper than fucking Mm -hmm. getting tickets at MSG. That's Mm -hmm. crazy, bro. I mean, you got to find your workaround somehow. I don't blame these people for doing that shit. I'm not going to pay no $1,000 to see Beyonce, bro.
2: To see nobody. But that's crazy. They said the same amount they would have spent on one Beyonce ticket in the States, they booked a flight, hotel, fare, a concert ticket and just all the shit for the time that they was gonna be there. Wow, overseas and shit
1: <laughs> in France
2: of all places.
1: Yeah. <laughs> wow, bro. So let me so let me ask you guys this. I guess on the music note, but I'll keep it to Bad Bunny. So now you know we all know a little of him. Not maybe his music, but of him. Do you think you could go to a Bad Bunny concert and have fun just being a wrestling fan? Hell uh, yeah. Just because you know who he is now.
0: I would kill myself
1: and everything. <laughs> <laughs>
0: i'll kill myself so no i said last week rob uh, i am the worst latino that you can imagine i don't listen to salsa merengue mm-hmm. any i do like you know what i do like i like old op- operatic spe- like latin music like mm-hmm. that like older gentlemen uh um
2: the mia- mariachi the and all that stuff
0: a little mariachi, but and it kind of sounds like that. But it's very opera. The singers are very uh, animated mm. and operatic. I know like, I enjoy bro. that. I enjoy that because um, we
2: have but- a um, we have a Cajun equivalent to that, and they sound very similar and shit. Like we got Zodico and shit, and some of that can get into like what you're talking about or whatever. Like more singing and but it's more got the country vibes and the right. instruments and shit.
0: Okay, but yeah, reggaeton and salsa and all that shit. I I can't dance. Worth a shit. I can't do nothing. I could do. I could do maybe this. That's <laughs> about it. Those so don't dance no more. If I had to be forced to go to a Bad Bunny concert, I yeah, I'd I'd be miserable to say the least.
2: Yeah, I would rather I'd in a wrestling space.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. I do want to see him wrestle. Okay, so let me ask you. Let me ask you this question, then we'll move on to the next one. So we said three wrestling celebrities who. All fought, actually, this year. Mm-hmm. Bad Bunny, Logan Paul, or Pat McAfee. I, you can pick the opponent, whatever. But if you could go see one of them wrestle at a show this year, which one would you want to see? Mm,
2: I would probably go see Bad Bunny right off top. I don't even have to think that hard.
1: But yeah, I'm second, one,
2: I'd go with Bunny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Second would be see, goddamn go McAfee, so though.
1: I, I say Bunny because he's the better performer. I think he's better in the ring than McAfee, but I'm a McAfee mark. Like, I watch his show all the time and everything.
2: Well... I don't think Bunny is necessarily better than McAfee. I feel like it's just like um, just the pageantry and all the stuff surrounding Bad Bunny that makes it more enjoyable and shit. Because like, yeah, let's just say they did the same exact show, but instead of Bad Bunny, you put in Pat McAfee. Would it been would it have been the same, you know, Oof, or whatever? No. Not at no, all. Not, not. Not at all. Not. Even if you took it out of Puerto Rico and just say, you know, where where McAfee from? You know, New New England or some stupid shit. If you sh- put
1: him in Indianapolis because yeah. that's where he's known Yeah, you put
2: it there, by. you might have something similar, but it would not be as equal to Bad Bunny no. or whatever. So you know
1: McAfee's two hundred and like sixty five pounds.
0: He's a big boy, he's tall. Yeah, a football player, right? Former football player, kicker, yeah, or punter. whatever punter.
1: Yeah, yeah, I didn't think he weighed like 265, though. I thought maybe, like, 225. Like, not trying to be mm-hmm. that guy, but he was a punter. Like, he says it all the time. I didn't think he was that big of a boy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's pretty, yeah, pretty cool with the shit he can do for being that big, jumping off the top rope and all that. Holy That's shit. That's one thing. I, I,
2: Hold on. Huh. I'm taller than Pat McAfee, but he weighed that much? Goddamn.
1: <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah, he The one thing I'll say about McAfee, because I'm a big fan of him, even in the ring. I think, and I was happy he did it at Mania. He's going to change his moveset, though. His matches are kind of the same in regards to. Oh,
2: yeah. Is definitely a reverse He does the,
1: the suplex off there. Then he does the backflip, which is cool. But usually he jumps up, at least at Mania, he gave Miz a super kick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but, because Bad Bunny be doing wild moves. Like, Logan Paul, <clears throat> he does good moves in the ring, but all his shit's like turnbuckle stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: Springy bouncy. <clears throat> like
1: that spot with him and Rick. Like that, him with him and Rick, uh, him
0: and Ricochet. Yeah, that was him just a and- that was just a goddamn collision, midair collision. Yeah, him it and Hayes right? did it better. That
1: had to have hurt. There's no way in hell that did not hurt.
0: Him and him
2: and Carmelo Hayes did it better. Ricochet and Hayes, true. Yes, they I will ran.
1: Say one thing- they
2: ran past each other, hit the ropes, then came back to each other and shit.
0: <laughs> Speaking of uh, Carmelo, I'll say one thing that I saw real quick on Twitter this morning. I am so glad that Brown Breaker changed his gear. He actually looks like a formidable dude now, just because he's wearing black trunks. Like, like everyone's. Thank God,
1: everyone's saying his. Uh, everyone's saying his promos have been great
0: lately. I haven't watched NXT. I was gonna actually watch it Tuesday, but I got caught up fucking watching other shit. Um, yeah, but I, I just saw the flash of him spearing um, Carmelo, and I, you know, I watched that little clip, and I was like. Look at that. He actually looks like a fucking, that Technicolor fucking old school shit was not working for me, bro. Yeah, same. Well, he looks much
1: better. Yeah. I guess to get back to the show, we only got two matches left anyway. Um, This one, I really don't have much to say. The storyline's been going on forever. It was great 98% of the time. But same reason Kevin Owens and Riddle lost to the bloodline of the Usos and Solo Sokoa. The only really thing to take away from this match was Solo almost beat the shit out of Jay. Yeah. But I really have nothing else to say on it. Like, they
0: think. advanced the storyline, you know? Because now, you know, Solo almost fucking hit Jimmy and... Uh, or... Jay. Yeah. He almost hit, he hit... No, he almost hit Jimmy, right? Nah, no, Jay. J J J. Yeah, it's going for Jay. It's like, they advanced the storyline or whatever, but it's like, bro... I even said this in the chat when we were watching it. I was like, bro... They have to follow that fucking match. Good luck, bro. Yeah. Good luck. Because that should have yeah. headlined the show. That should have been the main event, bro. It should it just should have Especially
1: been. the way Cody, and we're going to probably get into that here in a sec, but the way Cody and Brock end. Like, I get it. Cody, like, pinned him so quick, but Cody literally was backstage. He ran away.
0: <laughs> he yeah, like, ran it's, like, away. It's, like,
1: like, he was chilling near the crowd. My man went backstage. But I guess, yeah. Did you see Brock got a uh, a big standing ovation, though, after the match? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They Which needed something to
0: cheer. That these people were like, I'm telling you, man. They Not that they made an error, because whatever. At the end of the day, the pay-per-view was great. But they really should have ended the fucking show with that whole. Oh, they yeah, had yeah. every feel-good moment in the damn show. You had Savio Vega. You had Carlito. You had the Big Pop. You had the Bunny Destroyer. You know, Everything
1: was, you know, bunnies through the table to explode.
2: The, the only person that I can recollect within the past couple of years to end a match with a destroyer.
0: <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, really? <laughs> is this is a damn setup move now. It's annoying. Actually. Now we're ba-
1: but yeah, I don't know about you guys. I really have not much else to say on the tag. No. If you're ready to move into the yeah. So man of again, and- it
0: was a good fun match, but it's just like you yeah. had to follow that shit. I got up and I went to the bathroom. I went to the kitchen during that match because yeah, I just was we like, we were
1: talking about that. I,
0: I like I said in the chat. I was like, I don't care. It's a it's the titles are not on the line. It's a six man tag. This is a raw match. Like mm-hmm. I don't care who wins this match. So I already gotta, know my answer.
2: Yeah. But I I just wanted to ask y'all. It just popped into my head when we was talking about this match with no consequences, really. Um, How do you feel about WWE having a trios tag title? I don't
1: think they got to work on their own
2: tag. Two-man. Yeah, (laughs) you're right. I know. It just popped in my head. I I don't Which
0: which part of the reason why I was so excited for that um, Jinder Mahal uh, Sanga? You know, oh, yeah. at, at yeah. angle. Cause I was like, damn, they're building a tag team division. They're starting to build a fucking tag team now. You got you know, you got tag teams budding out of nowhere now. This is fucking this is good. There's new faces. I like it. So it was exciting. So for them to they gotta they have too many belts as it is. I know oh, yeah. that's a that's a thing with other companies too, but I really I think nah, their belt things. I don't,
1: things I don't them, think they have, they have enough
0: trios to actually pull it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're just gonna put them on the fucking bloodline anyway. It's true. Yeah. Well, or it's the line.
1: But then in the main event, Cody Rhodes pulls it off and beats Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. I just want to say credit to Brock Lesnar, man. He fucking he got himself pretty good because obviously we all read that was on script or whatever. Brock can do what he wants, but man. Between that punch to Co- Brock's eye and everything, Brock Brock got uh, pretty banged up in that match. Yeah, he um, did. But Cody, like Lou said, got the, uh, the quick roll-up victory. They're going to fight again at night of champions, as I was kind of alluding to, which we saw Brock beat Cody. But I think kind of like what Lou said, I didn't think this was a bad match, mm-hmm. but it just should not have ended the show. No. This would have been perfect there honestly or even if it went on right before yeah that's what i thought they meant by co-main
0: event that's what i thought they meant like one one was gonna happen and then the other one right after
1: not that they were gonna have a fucking uh, or what what they should have done in my opinion they do it from time to time but since cody was so angry and ready to go that that should have opened the show in my opinion
0: that's what i was thinking that they were gonna open the the show you, usually that's
2: what I'm because looking for when it's a yeah that's usually what I'm looking for when Brock Lesnar is involved either him to open or close and he didn't open so I was like fuck
0: you think it's, you think it's maybe because of the blood thing and they didn't want to have like blood in the ring the whole fucking show and maybe they didn't want to have an expectation of seeing more blood for the rest of the show or something like that I think that might have something to do with it I think they wanted to because they said that they wanted the blood thing was planned they wanted to do the blood thing but or that's just probably do why it. they saved it for the end, so that they don't, you know, they don't have this expectation for the rest of the show. Like, oh, it's a hardcore show, and, and, and like you don't want to set that, you know, precedent.
1: And I also think two things. Mm-hmm. I think they thought not the match got over good with the crowd, but I think they thought it was going to get over more. And I bet you they did not think Bad Bunny and Damian Priest was going to go that fucking great. Mm-hmm.
2: Also, uh, like, I- they
1: probably had high expectations for it, but they there was no way from that from. When, even when Priest came out, but when Priest first came out to when that match ended, they killed it. You know what I mean? I don't think they were expecting it All, to go that Also, season.
2: I think it's a cop-out to say that, Lou. I, I mean, I, I'm not jumping on you, but like yeah. this is the same company that got down or changed the ring three or four times for three different shows to record and shit. True, so, I true, mean, true. they, they could have rolled that fucking mat up and got a new canvas out there if they wanted to do that shit. Yeah, true. And it's
1: also as simple as it's Brock Lesnar. He could easily be like on main event Bro, I'll say one thing about Brock that's a crazy son of a bitch to yeah, he
0: is. take that fucking header into that thing to blade up he didn't even blade like I thought he bladed he no, just he... took a fucking he took it to the fucking head like that's
1: crazy bro that's insane He when he sells he sells remember like I was saying I think he's the best person to ever sell the curb stomp from Seth because mm-hmm. he lets his face fucking hit that Yeah,
0: neck. his head bounces off of the ring the only other person I've seen whose head bounce off the The floor like that was, um, well, actually, it was Brock at the WrestleMania with the heat. His head bounced off the fucking mat. Like, he sold the shit out that curb stomp, bro.
2: Somebody got a curb stomp recently or whatever, and they got a fucking knot on their goddamn head. I forgot who it was.
1: (laughs) Was it Miz? I know Rollins had a match with Miz lately.
2: Oh, it'll come back to me when we off air.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I'll say this, though. I feel. I truly am one of them, like Brock's gonna do what's for business, but I think if he really likes you and respects you, he works harder,, mm-hmm. and I think he kind of has that for Cody in a way because my man came dang the fuck up on t v on raw like I know I've said it a couple of times now, but I'm just shocked how bad he looked. They might have added some makeup and shit to make it look a little more, you know what I mean, but still like yeah,
2: but you can't you can't fake Cody, that head shit. <laughs>
1: Do, yeah. do you see them having. Because they keep. Brock says he wants a fight. Cody's like, I'll give him a fight. Are we assuming there's going to be a stip out? Yeah, it? I was
0: going to say, did they say anything about. Because I, I, <laughs> I thought Cody was going to say hell as hell or something. I was waiting for it. That's of them to what say I was it.
1: thinking, honestly. I, I'm i thinking. I don't know if they want to run it back that soon. I was going to say last man standing. But that could be the blow off. Because I really think this is going to go three. Mm. I don't see. Because. I don't see Cody winning this next one. I really don't. I think Brock takes this one.
2: Put him in the fight pit. Fuck and
1: it. <laughs> then the fight pit in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. So, Rob, I guess we can ask you this before we head out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we already know Seth's on the Raw side. Yes, SmackDown's participating in this. Yep. Who do you see making it from the SmackDown side? Me, I said AJ Styles.
2: Yeah, let me look at that because I think it just popped up on my feed here a moment ago because there's going to be a triple yeah, threat so between... Friday, you go- AJ Styles, Edge, and who else?
1: Rey Mysterio, which I want to see. Ooh,
2: that's going to be a crazy little match there. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, that's what I'm saying. I want to see that. And then, and then the other one, Sheamus, Brock, I mean, Sheamus, Bobby, and uh, Austin Theory. All
0: right, just to just to throw this out there, because we were talking about it earlier, Rob. Um, Wrestling Observer is now reporting that AW and Warner Brothers Discovery are going to oh, yeah. officially mm-hmm. announce a new TV rights deal on Wednesday. Like it's it's going to happen Wednesday. They're going to announce it.
2: Yeah, so it's, it's a, okay. a billion something's dollar coming. deal for yeah, a billion dollar deal for five yeah, years. That's what we said earlier. Something's coming.
0: Whether it's a that billion or not, I don't know, show. but something's coming on Wednesday. So very exciting. It'll probably very be me if exciting. Mrs. B Rob get here in time.
2: goo. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah. So I'm looking at this triple threat as far as the matches go and everything. Huh? I can easily I can easily say I want AJ Styles to win because he just came back and everything, uh, and um I think it would be cool for him to at least advance from here. I don't know if he will take the finals, but to advance would be fucking cool. Um, I think Edge might take that match though. Um, and then out of the the young boys or whatever. I would probably let... What I want is Sheamus to win because I feel like uh, Bobby and uh, Theory got too much of a history and they're going to fuck each other over and ultimately cost them both of them the opportunity to advance. So I I, I would say they would either pick Sheamus or I would like Sheamus to go on. Uh, But overall, it's looking like, based on my picks, Edge and Sheamus, I think you let... Edge go because you still have an Edge and
1: stuff got history.
2: Yeah, and you still got a Sheamus to... Um, is Sheamus on Raw now?
1: No, he's SmackDown. He's on
2: SmackDown. The Brute's okay. on SmackDown. Because I still thought it was all jumbled up because of the how they did this shit. Because uh, I would say that would be something for him to go splinter off and fight Gunther after he lost, but that's not to be. Um... I'm thinking Edge might take it to the finals. Edge and uh, Seth.
1: And then you're. I'm assuming you think Seth takes it as well.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't so mind Edge, perfect. but
2: uh, but it doesn't fit him right now. I mean, if this was before Seth made it the skyrocket, uh, you know, ascension and shit or whatever, I might have said Edge, but nah, Seth got to take this shit all the way.
1: Yeah. So I don't know because we'll see because. Roman's going to be a knight of champions. I don't know who he's going to fight because you only got like two, three weeks to build that. Mm -hmm. Cause I heard Karen. So I, the rumors are one place reported it that apparently in no order, but the next three opponents who they're looking at for Roman are carrying cross AJ and Bobby. So if that's the case, even though carrying Cross has been losing left and right, I'd have him go at knight of champions AJ at Money in the Bank, and then Bobby at SummerSlam. Mm. I don't know, man. SummerSlam's just in a shit location this year. I hate to be that asshole. It's in like Detroit. Like, nothing about that scream SummerSlam Detroit. to me. Like, at least Vegas made sense. Nashville made sense. Like, I get granted these people put in bids, so obviously I'd probably give it to the highest bidder as well, but people, like, I saw a dude tweeting, he's like, I'm from Detroit. Don't hang out after the show. <laughs>
0: so, oh, shit. Wow,
1: <laughs> yeah, because I don't think Ford Field's in a good area of Detroit from what I've seen or heard.
2: Uh, is isn't that yeah, also? Overall, isn't that also where uh, the origin of Little Caesar's Pizza is from?
1: <laughs> yep, and that's where Donald Trump shaved Vince McMahon's head. That's where WrestleMania 23 was, which was good. Mania, but yeah, that's all. Overall, I was gonna say the show was good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. That crowd
0: was. To be honest, this is what. That crowd, man.
1: This is what I'm going to ask you guys. In any company, so from Wrestle Kingdom to uh, fucking in the Valley to like eliminate, there hasn't been a wrestling pay per view, plea, whatever show that I've watched that I haven't enjoyed. I've all thought they've been great. I don't know if you guys feel the same way. There's been like so far, and we're almost six months in. yeah i haven't i haven't i
0: don't think i've seen a bad pay-per-view this year i mean impact had uh they had good pay-per-views but i just really really i don't really did not enjoy that bully ray tommy dreamer that shit was atrocious like i don't like none of that shit yeah but (laughs) impact overall they had a good a a good pay-per-view but that that shit was just fucking really bad um all due respect to those people and what they do, but that that shit was not good. But other than that, oh, man, like
2: all respect to those people and what they did, they shouldn't be well, doing shit right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's so because, much talent on that roster that I don't understand why the fuck they're they're taking up pay per view space with all the people. Yeah, on that roster.
2: I don't understand why Sammy Callahan and Eddie L was taking up fucking space on this goddamn shit. Get them the fuck out of there too.
1: <laughs> but nah, man. those, are, well, those are impact guys. I fuck was them. <laughs> I was texting Lou, I think it was just yesterday, that we're going to probably do like our half-year episodes, like obviously half-year awards the end of June. But Night of Champions and Double or Nothing are the last two big pay-per-views in the semi-annual period. So from January to June, because neither company has a show in June. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm pretty sure Night of Champions should be good. And I think Double or Nothing will be good. You know what I mean? AEW pay-per-views tend to deliver mm-hmm. 10 out of 10 times.
2: So. I'm interested in I'm interested in the vibe, uh, what they get from that Wembley show because I mean Puerto Rico was on a different level and everything, and I can understand how I can't understand how it's going to be when they go over there to London and do that show for All In. Dude, yeah, the UK is lucky.
1: Two months in a row they get a show. They get money in the bank and then All In.
0: Yeah, and it's like seventy thousand fucking. Rabid fucking AEW fans in that arena, dude. That's gonna be. They better bring it. Yeah. seventy
2: thousand like out of ninety thousand seat capacity.
1: And like I, like that's I said crazy. to you, Lou Rob, I referenced on. I think it was the last show talking about UK fans. Remember when we were at Mania? Those people who were all painted in front of us for Drew McIntyre, yeah. you would have thought they were you, dude. When Drew McIntyre came out, these two dudes who sat in front of us, literally, you would have thought that was their god, mm. like the. 'Cause what I guess the one last question I have before we go, uh, we can log out of here so Rob can do his thing too, is Double or Nothing's the end of the month. And what matches have been announced? I know they have the fatal four. They Fallway got the, the Pillars. Title.
0: They got the Pillars match. Is there um else I, think, I think yet? they're gonna I, it's not officially announced, but I'm pretty sure they're gonna do Ricky and um Jay White. Um Ricky and who? Jay White. Jay White. Pretty oh. sure they're gonna have that match there at that show. Um, Jericho and Adam Cole, me? you know, they're pr- most likely they're going to have a, their match at that show. But Who's I don't think anything besides Steve that Hader? for um, uh, The thing is, they have Jamie Hayter tied up in this fucking outcast, outcast shit and she's not like sense. directly focused on one person. I so I don't know. I don't like that. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't like the outcast. But you know what? I like the fact when they added Ruby and Ruby became the mouthpiece because Soraya being the mouthpiece was not great. But with Ruby as the mouth mouthpiece of the group, doing most of the talking, she seems to fit in that role well. Like if she used to do that shit with the Riot Squad or whatever, so I like that aspect of it. But this, I hate this like originals angle. I yeah. hate that shit. Like that shit's so like I've seen I'm that not shit so it. many times with the radicals <laughs> and the fucking the Outlaws and then the Outsiders and then the, it's like, come on with that shit, man. Like, we've seen that shit so many times already. Like, it's just corny. Because
1: it seems like it might be a six-woman tag match, right? Storm, Ruby, and Soraya. I just want to see stuff. Jamie
0: Hader out there having Jamie Hater matches, bro. Like,
1: I'll that's what I want to say, see. I don't think like, her and
0: Sheeta, just- well, is it? No, she's not. Sheeta came out and joined their side, so you're not going to see them wrestle, but um give me man. fucking feel- Serena Deeb and, and, and Jamie Hayter on the pay-per-view, bro. Like, I want to see women fucking
1: I feel Jamie Hader's title reign hasn't been done justice personally. Yeah, because she
2: anchored and- down by fucking Britt Baker.
0: Yeah, she's they're doing all this group shit. Like they're not letting her go out there and fucking have bangers and she's and more then, than capable of hanging them. And then have look
2: listen to how selfish this fucking stupid shit is. So like you got Hayter, who is the world fucking champion, being anchored down by her sidekick fucking Britt Baker, who is the goddamn mommy of goddamn a e w you can't do shit in the women's division without Britt Baker unless you jay Cargill right so you got fucking Britt Baker tangled up in this shit weighing down Jamie hater and you got her in the men's storyline with fucking her husband and Chris Jericho and all the other shit let her yeah. let her go over there and do shit with her husband because you do have her in a prominent spot on the goddamn side TV show reality shit that you got going on yeah, too. Yeah, she's like the focus So you got Britt Baker too. in three goddamn places. Get yes. her the fuck away from Jamie and let Jamie shine.
0: <laughs>
1: or if anything, put put her with Jay Cargill and actually give that TBS title. Yeah, because that's lead. another
0: thing too. The, what the fuck, man? Okay, enough fifty-seven and zero. Okay, are y'all gonna take it to a hundred or like what no. the fuck's going on? She should have gonna... lost that shit to fucking Ty Valkyrie. Well, now she's gonna, oh, gonna lose.
2: she gonna get to sixty at least, and then um Statland are gonna come back and take it because that was the if original plan before that, her knees blew up.
0: <laughs> yeah, if if they don't do that, bro, then I don't know what they do with that fucking title that title, dude. Because when it's not, not really a timetable because anyway. her fucking knee exploded. So yeah, yeah. She's still rehabbing, but I think they're gonna keep it a secret. So when she comes back, it's like because th- that's what they did the last time—they just kept her quiet, and then she showed mm-hmm. up in that fucking little alien machine thing, <laughs> and yeah. it was awesome.
1: Yeah, she got a big pop. Very shiny, can't really see. Yeah, I can't see. I, I can't see. see goddamn camera, shiny.
2: Uh, it's Jade I see Cargill a TBS anyway.
1: title. <laughs> yeah, I thought that TBS title. It, I was it was Jade.
0: Her fine ass. Mm Delicious. Yes, that's
2: why I call them all yeah, the time. Delicious, gonna... delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's
1: gonna. I think that's gonna do it for us. Unless you guys have any other comments. No,
0: man, it's uh. It looks...
1: Make sure you guys tune into RBR Absolutely. Wrestling.
0: Yeah, tonight. Absolutely. Following it's AEW Dynamite, or don't check 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 it out. If you want an immediate reaction to Dynamite, you... you can check that show out.
1: I I was gonna say what are you gonna be talking about? But by the time we probably get this out. You'll be yeah, live. Uh,
0: we'll be talking
2: about <laughs> Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com where you can get 20% off your order and free shipping by using promo code RBRShave, which I need to do.
1: <laughs> dude, I'll be honest. I know I said it earlier. Manscaped, I don't know if you have one, Lou. I, because I had, I, I was like, fucking, I'm balling out, by this. Balling yes, out it and buying this. It.
0: Balling yes. out and buying this. Balling out. Manscaped. Manscaped. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm not it's very working, hairy,
0: so I have no. You're lucky need. then. I don't have a need for yes grooming products down there. Thankfully, um, I have man. hair. I just don't have an abundance where I go. Oh shit! I got to do something about this. It's you know, it's just there, kind
1: of just mm-hmm. hanging out.
0: You're you lucky. Know?
1: I gotta I gotta ask Rob why the beard. What me? I like the beard. I like beard. You know, I'm digging the, the I'm digging the salt the and pepper here.
2: Salt and pepper's here, and we're in a... Fa- no, um, I got a, I got a no-shave shit.
1: <laughs> mm. <laughs> my man retired. For real, I had to... Okay,
2: no, no like, shave. No lie, I had to get one for my job. I had to get a no-shave shit.
1: <laughs> you could just never leave no, the man. lifestyle.
2: I, got a, I still wear a uniform every day. I still got a freaking... Somebody to report to. No. I still gotta get a shave, shit.
1: Dude, when I'm done when I <laughs> when I'm done with this, I am staying far away from mm-hmm. that lifestyle.
2: It's not bad. It's not too too bad. <laughs> but yeah. I I, I can yeah. I can be woolly
1: now and everything. Cause I remember when you retired you grew it out, and then when you started working mm-hmm. again.
2: But yeah. Loopholes, baby. Loopholes. <laughs> there's always
1: loopholes. Yeah, man, I, have a- Do you I have know really there's a weird lot weird of cops
0: like- Do you just always stay? Clean I, shaven?
1: I I can't. Oh, you're you not allowed. You you in the military, you have Wait, to be clean. I can grow a mustache, but I I'll be really. Yeah. How I look. Okay. He he, he,
2: he, he looked look very uh high and Reich uh ish <laughs> with that mustache. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I had a I had
1: a. Have job.
2: you seen Kyle? First... He's about this
0: tall. <laughs> when I first moved here, I got the job that I had. They they didn't allow you to have any facial hair, so I had a big ass beard. when I I was I had a big beard when I was like sixteen. Um. So I had to shave or whatever. And then they say you could get a mustache. You could do a mustache, but you can't do anything other than that. So I grew the mustache out. And boy oh boy, when I look back at pictures from that time, my God. I was like a fucking out of work porn actor with that shit. So creepy. It just makes you look like a creep, bro.
1: Yeah. Nah, military we gotta be. But even like so when I take like vacation time, like if I take like two weeks off, like I'll let it grow just so my face can breathe. But i don't. I get like the neck and like the chin shaft kinda of thing, but I can't grow like in oh, this area. Sure. Okay. I don't I just don't look good. What I tell people is after a while it looks like I just got pubes on my face.
2: I got pubes on my face, yeah, but don't just... call me a pube head.
1: And if you do have pubes on don't your call face, me you a can pube heads, that's and twenty percent off by doing RBRK. Yeah. There you
0: go. Nice. <laughs> Uh <laughs> it go? Yeah, but in
1: eight years when I retire and I'll be thirty-eight years old, hopefully I can I'll grow throw on
0: then. the Rob, the random Rob disguise. There it is.
1: <laughs> oh, wait, we, mustache man!
0: No when that's He's, mustache man. It's got to be like this. Rob Yes, got to be all fucked up into the side.
1: We we would show mustache man photo, but it would block <laughs> Rob.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, because we have not figured look. out the nuances we, we, of we, this uh this podcast, so we got to do silly shit like this. Mustache mustache man on TV, (laughs) but then you get blocked out.
2: (laughs) Yeah, you just had to. um, When you do your pictures, you just had to do the um, the width, the the size of the screen. That way you can just slide it to the corner
1: over there. Mm -hmm. See, you learn something every day.
2: Because, like, we got. Hold on, I don't know if it's going to mess up your shit.
1: Do you think Vince grew out that mustache? Yeah, out of like (laughs) boring.
0: Look at this, bro. It just takes over, bro. This is now the r b r supplemental podcast we're gonna start you know what we're gonna start doing we're gonna start doing r b r podcast review episodes so when you guys ah. are done with your episode, we're gonna listen to your show and then we're gonna we're gonna go so rob talked about so this.
2: the like the the joe rogan experience experience podcast
0: yeah that's weird that's a weird oh. thing that's so weird like that's very weird bro i don't know and then and that's dudes popular too bro mhm.
2: He has a podcast about reviewing a podcast. It's fucking yeah, that's crazy.
0: craziness. That's craziness. Like I know that's the thing with like like Howard Stern. You know he has his show, and then after that on Howard One Hundred, he they have the after show mm-hmm. where they have a bunch of the flunkies there talking about what just happened and blah blah blah. But yeah, so we do, do that a podcast too. about the Joe Rogan experience. Yeah, he he interviewed Doctor Michukaku Kaku this week, and uh, they talked about like science and shit and fucking evolution. That's that's weird, bro. Mm-hmm. Very weird. But, ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the end of the line for this episode of Wrestling is Trash. I don't remember what number it is. Nick, what number is this? One forty-four. Uh, It's episode 144 of Wrestling is Trash. Yes, my children. Thank you so much for joining us, Rob. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, as the father of this podcast, we always welcome you on this show. You have This is your original home, even if you are... Uh, Away doing other things, the man of a thousand podcasts. You should make a shirt with that shit,
1: or if you're manscaping,
0: there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, guys, I'll let you uh see yourselves out, but uh, you know me, I'm Lou from the BX. You can go to the Everything Podcast Instagram page from there. You can hit the link in the bio and get the access to all the cool shit like this. You got, oh, yeah, I need to give you some stickers. You can get this my logo on oh, shirt.
1: my, my shirts came in the mail. My girl got them the other day.
0: Hell yeah. That shirt yeah, she is was mighty rocking, comfy. Yeah,
1: but she I will was say. Rocking it. Man, she's she a great supporter, man. She has so one of her girlfriends came to the house the other day, and her husband's a wrestling fan. And she was like, oh, and they, I guess it came up in conversation, and she showed her last week's podcast.
0: Oh, see, that's now, what I'm talking about.
1: Like, see that's why girl. our
0: views are going up, man. See, that's a, that's a keeper right there, bro. I, yeah. I
2: got... I got a rest in this trash. Uh, I think a beanie and a a, a cap, like lose, and I I wear that one out more than I wear anything else because I mean it's accessible. It's like sitting right there. Like if I'm in here, these are the two hats that I have in in my office. Oh in my bedroom, God. I got I got. Oh, uh, that's nice. I like that. In my bedroom, I got uh, my Hooks Rubs and Spices hat and my uh, freaking um, New Orleans Saints custom hat that my parents and them got me for my birthday so like if I go on a road trip or something I grab one of those two if I'm sitting in here and I gotta go somewhere I grab one of these two I got the rest of this trash beanie and everything in my truck it never leaves my truck so like if it's raining or I get real cold all of a sudden I just grab the beanie and I throw that bitch on and I go to the store or whatever and people look at me and they'll be like so do you like wrestling or do you hate it <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's a catchy name, man. It's awesome. You see that shit and you're just like, huh? What the fuck is that about? I put one Mm -hmm. of those stickers on my locker at work. Um, Usually when I go out, I'll wear this hat just because um, I'm boring as far as what I wear. So I'm usually just wearing a plain black shirt and a pair of gray shorts. And this goes great with that. So it's usually the hat that I'm wearing. Or I'll wear the random hat because... You know that also goes good with many things. Although oh, yeah. I just,
2: I just sent my homeboy another one because uh, he worked for uh, Skip a Skipper Bob. He worked for the production crew over on uh for WWE, and he bought a old hat like a long time ago. And they seen he sent me a recent picture of that hat looking all beat the fuck up. So I gave him a new one with his name on it. <laughs> nice.
1: Sorry, I have to say one more wrestling thing I just read. Oh, nice. we always met, we This is the never-ending episode
0: of, of Wrestling is Trash.
1: We, we, we say this every week. Major plans in place for AEW Collision, including a marquee match. Punk has reportedly been pushing for a huge match early on in his return, with the program against Jericho being discussed. But Ooh. CM Punk reportedly pushed for another return opponent out the gate so punk already does not want to work with jericho is what nobody well i mean <laughs> i won't say
2: nobody i don't want anybody to work fucking jericho i want jericho to work with fucking fozzy and go do tours and shit away from wrestling
1: so you so you're ready for him to go to fuck home
0: yeah been there
1: been yeah like, ready I, for that. I, like i
0: understood why he won the title at first? You know, it's the biggest yeah. name the company had, and oh, you know God, you're trying start. to put the company. Yeah. You're starting a new show. You're gonna want to have that big name there to to do that, and that's fine. That was fine. I was I was cool with it. And even when he reinvented himself, he came back with the six pack. You know, everything was cool. I understood why they did the Ring of Honor thing, but it's like, okay, bro. Like, I don't need to see Jericho every week. I don't need to <laughs> fucking have that song every week. You got to sit there and wait for them to sing the fucking first verse of the song. Like,
2: let let me let me put you on game. He ain't reinventing himself. He's uh, repaying himself. So mm. everybody think like, you oh, know, he go away, he come back, he the pain maker. Oh, he go away, he come back, he's this. Oh, he go away, he come back, he got this. He's working Ring of Honor. He does this with Ring of Honor. What you don't understand is Jericho gets paid by AW because he does backstage shit. Jericho gets paid to be a performer when he was the ROH champion. That's a separate check because technically it's like a second company. So right. he was getting paid three checks at the time. So now when you get Jericho to do like, um, I'm pretty sure they trademark a little bit of the bubbly or, oh, yeah. you know, when he comes back as the pain maker and all that stuff, Jericho the, has the all Ocho. These, yeah. The Ocho Jericho trademarks all these things. So every time he reinvents himself, he trademarks and he gets royalties and he gets paid for that shit. He, he's not a dumb dude. He's fucking oh, working yeah. the. he working y'all, thinking that he's reinventing himself, but actually he's just getting himself fucking paid. That's all he's doing. <laughs> oh, Jericho! will never work a ROH show. He'll never work a ROH pay per view. What the fuck did he do? Because that's a separate paycheck. That's more money in his fucking pocket. You use a goddamn to, fool.
0: Tapped out to the big swing <laughs> is what he did.
2: You know. Jericho does what he does to get paid, ain't because Which he I respect. Fucking, yeah, I mean that's what you're supposed to do, right? But like, I wish he did something else to get paid, so he wouldn't have to be here to do it.
1: <laughs> but Rob, where can everyone find you? I had to throw that in there quick before we go.
2: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at three rshow Show, or at it's B Rob, either R, either one of those. of Me, hey, it's a dog. Uh, you can be uh, yeah, because it's time to eat. You can uh, find me on RBR Weekly Wrestling Talk Live Wednesday nights after AEW Dynamite on Twitch tv forward slash rbr wrestling and i'm on sky blue right now or blue sky or whatever the fuck that is you can't get in there without an invite so i guess you're asked out until you get an invite and i'm going to be at comic palooza here in houston texas is the um, one of the biggest comic book conventions out there in the southern states um, we're going to have all the motherfuckers from The Boys TV show and wow. some people from The Walking Dead and all a whole bunch of other people May 26th through the 28th at the uh, George R. Brown Convention Center. So if you're in the Houston, Texas area or you're coming down, your boy will be out there styling and profiling on them people. So. And you can follow this, me
1: this, on this Twitter and Instagram at Nick Anicelli, but most importantly, follow the show. Follow them yeah, right there. That's just follow name. us on Twitter at WrestlingBTrash Trash because now that he's here, character limits are a bitch. Yep, so I had to be <laughs> Wrestling B Trash,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: you can follow us on Instagram at Wrestling Is Trash. But most importantly, on that YouTube at Wrestling mm-hmm. Is Trash. Like, subscribe, share, comment, all of it. Actually, comment. Let us know your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Let us know what you want us to talk about. Everything. But most important, like I said, YouTube at Wrestling and Trash. The views have been great. Subscribes are going up. So we always appreciate you guys for that. Yeah. Uh, and that's all I got. Thank you guys for listening and have a great day.
0: Next to me. Enjoy wrestling, guys. Enjoy wrestling.